Sports Motherfucker, I'm an island boy, island boy, island boy, island boy. <laughs> <laughs> what else do they say? That's it. That's really it. Something about work one, island boy. <laughs> what are their names? What are those guys? I don't know. Why is this so soft? Come on. Where are you at? That's better. What's up, everybody? Motherfucker, I'm an island boy. I'm an I don't island think they say motherfucker. They don't. I added that. I was just, motherfucker, I'm an island boy. Baby, baby, I'm an island boy. Motherfucker, I'm an island boy. Baby, baby, I'm an island. Let's, um. I'm an island boy. Saying wagwan. Toting my gun. Well, I don't know what they say. Uh, fly soldier. It's these two goofball looking guys. That's only one of them, right? Dragon what? Ball Z dudes. What? So the other one's just his homie? They're brothers. They're twins. Because I'm an island boy, and I've been trying to make trying it. Trying to. Because oh, I'm an island, island boy, and I've been trying to make it. Go next. <laughs> hey, I'm a just island boy. I'm a just island boy. Ooh. I'm a get keyword going. You're going to keep that gun. Uh. I'll be just staring at the sun. I'm just out full gazing. Staring at the sun. I'm like, pull where I'm staying. They're like, you want to be famous. I'm trying to be out with the greatest. I'm going to float up, boy. They get real damn tropic. I'm like, down on the topic. This is my favorite thing I've ever seen in my life. Hands down. I'm an island boy. 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 I've been trying to make it. I seen it with a gang gang slang. You ain't the same old kind. I'm the storm through the rain. Cause we try home like a line. From an island boy. It sounds like they're making it up, but the other one knows what the other one's gonna say. Dude, listen to Maybe that's just the twin thing. Listen to where the snapping is, too. Like, you know what someone tells me? No rhythm. No rhythm. L- listen for the snapping for no reason. Anti rhythm. There's one. There's one. I seen it with a gang gang slang. You ain't just slang no kind. And through the storm, through the rain. Cause we try home like a line. From that island boy. Island boy. Put my vest on ya. Okay. So uh, that's a thing, dude. It rules. And then I'm like, wait a minute, doesn't this sound familiar? Because I'm an island boy. Island boy. Island boy. Island boy. It's Iron Maiden, dude. Ripping off Bruce Dickinson. Run to the hills. Iron Maiden. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Come on, doggy. Island boy. Island boy. Motherfucker, I'm an island boy. Gang, gang, swing. Island boy. All right, you guys, we got a lot to catch up on. I How's everybody doing? Back in here from outside, and the maid is right outside the door. <laughs> She's singing along. She's bopping. I'm hailing boy. I'm hailing boy. What is going on? There's so much to catch up on, you guys. Oh, we yeah, we missed last week. We skipped a week. We finished our tour with Jarv. We went home for a very brief two days. The homie. To recuperate. You guys, 
He's the homie. We're friends with Jarv now. Yeah, I mean, and I'm excited. I thought we've been friends, but now we like we've shared now beds we're like, together. Yeah. <laughs> we've slept. We were together. acquaintances. Yeah, we just kept switching who had the solo bed, and then I got sick halfway through the tour, so by default, no one wanted to sleep with me. So. I don't know if I was winning or losing in that equation because I, I wanted to be closer to I did not want to sleep Jarv. with you. I just <laughs> wanted to sleep with Jarv. That's what it was. Uh, so, yeah, we skipped last week. <clears throat> and then, um, god damn, we were, we were still in Houston. We were out here uh, having the best weekend ever at Skankfest we're going to talk about. Fucking. Uh, also in Houston, the worst weekend ever for the folks that went to the other festival, Astro World. But, I mean, nothing. Bummer. I don't even know where to start. Oh, yeah. Dexter's back. <laughs> I'm a Highland boy. I get those goosebumps every time they Dexter make new Dexter. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. The dialogue is utter dog shit. We get our swerve on. <laughs> that guy was awesome. Yeah. Uh, very predictable. You know, it's like obviously his son, spoiler alert is his son's going to find him in wherever the fuck he is now. That was those saw that coming. And then every intro, every t- character, it's like, oh, this guy's so dead. Oh, right. this guy's going to die. This, this guy's guy. fucking dead. And then, you know, I could use a little more death, honestly. That's the Dexter formula was like one death a show, you know? Yeah, you couldn't write a blatantly, like, more, like, unlikable guy. She might have fucking had my head in So unbelievably unlikable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the writing is god-awful. And, you know, I miss the old intro. I want to hear... What did he say? There's a point where needs the guy to sign something because he's making a purchase. And the guy goes, life is short, dude. Who got the time, man? Life is short, dude. Life is short, dude. Who would say that when asked to sign something? Can I get your John Hancock in this? Life is short, man. So, yeah, Dexter's back. Missed the old intro. It's weird. Well, first of all, that show, like, even in hindsight, it's a fucking soap opera, you know, and it was only maybe, quote, good for a few seasons there. And then it was just, like, dog shit for the second half of the series, for I sure. I missed everything after... I watched every episode of that goddamn show, baby. Edward James Almost. Yeah. But that's another thing. Where was the... Julia Stiles before that? Yeah. I didn't watch that it season. It went. It went. Well, I guess the first one was Ice Truck Killer, and then it was How Jimmy Smith. How you follow up fucking John Lithgow with season Julia three. Stiles? Well, who is the... No, season two was, was that Smith's. chick. Oh, yeah, and Smith. Who was season three? Season three was Lundy. Lundy. Okay, is, right. Uh, he stayed in it. Keith Carradine. Right. And then uh, Lithgow, and then they had the Julia Stiles season, and that, that flopped because Lithgow set a higher bar. And then they brought in Tom Hanks' kid, the motherfucker, I'm a Highland boy. Not that one. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> yeah. Big up Wagwan, gang, gang, swang. Wagwan, I'm a Highland boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and uh, what's it, Edgar or Edward? James almost? Ejo. We just call him Ejo. Ejo. So, but like, where's, maybe maybe they'll bring him in in Dexter New Blood episode two. Where's the get? Where's the other name that I care about, you know? Yeah, so every season he's kind of like, well, this is the thing um, that I'm just learning because I didn't keep up with the show. Every season he worked for the police and there was a serial killer and he tracked them down. Well, the whole department was looking for whoever. But he would always get yeah. them. He would now he hilariously is the serial killer. he would hilariously divert his own coworkers by like planting someone else's hair and be like, "That should keep him off my trail for twenty four hours." Yeah, but Lundy, Batista, Trinity. My favorite part of Dexter, which this doesn't have anymore because it's in like Alaska or something, where he cuts that grapefruit in half. Come the, on, the way the uh, <laughs> like half Spanish cast, they're all. Like Mexican Americans, right. so they talk like this, but then they'll be like, "I'm gonna go down the street and get a burrito." 
Burrito. They just throw in that very <laughs> Spanish-accented word in every English-sounding yeah. sentence. Hey, uh, can you get uh, Lieutenant Baratista in here? I got to talk uh, to him. He's not in, but he'll be in mañana uh, with La Guetta. <laughs> so they don't have that. The Miami so now, flavor's gone. Now he is the killer on the lamb. Right. Well, technically, so yeah. What what's what I gather was he got found out, and now he's on the lamb somewhere. So where I didn't even where is he now? Alaska or some shit? Somewhere cold. And now yeah. Deb is his new Harry, Deborah Harry. Did you Ew. think that it meant something? I said that in like the first scene when they showed Deb as his new Harry, and then what I was would like, that mean? Deborah Harry. I mean this. Then the next scene, they go to like a restaurant, and everybody's dancing to Deborah Harry. Hey, well, Blondie I did song. not catch that. And yeah. I would think, yeah, that would actually... That's my favorite thing about the episode that they did, and I didn't even notice. <laughs> I have no idea. If it was that's pretty even. nuanced. <laughs> it was dope. But if they did that on purpose, I like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, eight people died at Astroworld. <laughs> I get those goosebumps every time I kill eight people with my concert. My defect, I have my goosebump, boy. Eight people die on Friday, and by Saturday, 18 people at the comedy festival have jokes about it. Yeah, so that, that was cool. Um, I mean, without exaggeration, like, for me at least. I don't know, dude. Could be the most fun fucking time I've ever Astro had. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like it. Um, Skankfest, man. And we did it two years ago. I was trying to think, like, after Saturday. Saturday was so much fun. Sunday fucking topped it. And it was just like, when have I ever had this much goddamn fun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, maybe Skankfest two years ago. Like, the, the hype is real, y'all. Uh, shit rules. These guys fucking rule. They put on an amazing event. Um, and it's just nonstop fun. It is like 12 is to like, 14 hours of nonstop fun I've, every day. I've been to a lot of festivals. There were music festivals, and I was a gigantic fan of all the musical acts there and had a lot of fun. Yeah. But they, it wasn't comedy, so I didn't spend all day at all the festivals I've been to laughing my balls off. They say it's the best medicine, and I felt great. It was no, so and good. No, and I think there's, uh, we were saying yesterday, uh, yesterday was the Monday following the fun weekend, and I felt like, I had like depleted serotonin levels. I was like kind of depressed yesterday. It was very depressing because I not, laughed for yeah. three straight days. Um, Man, wild! And then shit. yesterday I had to sit in a hotel room and watch Dexter. It's pretty. It's pretty sad. <laughs> Big fall off. Uh, we cannot express like how honored and and privileged we are. Yeah, I, uh, I don't even know where to start. We put some pictures up on our Instagram of us like like two years ago. I didn't really get a lot of photos with people. It was. You know, we're still like the neurotic, like, oh, my God, we don't belong here. These are people we've been fans of for 10, 20 years, some of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, and then you're standing right next to them all weekend. They're, they're, and we have the artist badge, so we're in the green room grabbing free beers and shit. I had and to like move, right next to you is somebody. It's like, holy move shit. Move out of the way so that the parrot from Aladdin could use the restroom. Right. Um, it's crazy. It's, it was nuts, man. We got to, like, you know speak to and kind of bump elbows literally standing right next to all the time with fucking just comedy legends and people we right. absolutely also, loved for years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we threw some pictures up. We fucking got a picture with Bob Saget. Pretty legendary bucket list shit right there. He was hilarious too. Miss Pat loves us. Yep. Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, and that was us. Uh, so we performed on Friday and we were supposed to perform also on Saturday, but this band Steel Panther kind of big-timed us, right? Sons of bitches. Uh, they didn't want an opener, and for good, in, in hindsight, couldn't have gone better for us because our Saturday set gets canceled, but they move it uh, onto Sunday between the roast of Louis J. Gomez featuring, like, Dan Soder, Ari Shafir, Tony Hinchcliffe, Shane Gillis, Kim Congdon, uh, Bobby Kelly. I, I'm, I'm probably forgetting. Tony Hinchcliffe. I said that. Uh, Joe List. Um, I want to get one. <laughs> I mean, there was fucking everybody. Zach Amico. So that was like our opening act. 
the roast of Lewis goes on for like everybody is there. It's one of the biggest right. closing events before the real closing. They were event. nice enough, nice enough to slip us in after that. But I'm going to call that our opening act. Yeah, <laughs> I made that joke, but uh, <coughs> there was. Um, and then after us was goddamn comedy jam where they just fucking rock out and comedians sing and they just fucking you know they just play for an hour, hour and a half, uh, and close with like uh, you know. Uh, a live band that crushed it. And we saw the same thing at uh, 2019, you know, it's like... Hosted by Josh Adam Myers. Yep. Um, so it was it was pretty wild, but you got you to understand the self-consciousness of us to be performing to like... Well, because we were going before the goddamn Comedy Jam, all the comedians had gathered side stage. Yep. <laughs> so everybody <laughs> got to see us. I, I saw Miss Pat while we were performing. She and didn't then, see us, dude. I don't think her eyes ever lifted above the stage. She didn't care at all. When we came <laughs> off... Um, I think she rules, but the feeling is not mutual. Right. <laughs> she, she... I don't know what I'm trying to say. She hates our guts. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I... But yeah, like... Uh, I thought... I, I mean <clears throat> to say that I thought her lack of saying anything spoke volumes. Like, like uh, we were complimented by a one Steve Renazzisi from The League. We uh, apparently uh, Jamar Neighbors paid you a compliment and said that he, he loved, loved it. it. Fucking there, were, there was uh, Brian Moses, the host of Roast Battle. You might have seen it on Comedy Central in the past. He said, "Hey, you guys rock, big fan." I'm like, "It's all happening! It's all happening!" When, Lord, when? Calm, when Carol. It's gonna be my time. Mopping around. Our time is now. Digging it. It was all pretty uh, positive feedback, but it's it's confusing. Like we're not even on the schedule for Sunday, so people are waiting. For, for a thing, and it's like, right. hey, here we are. It's like, who the fuck are these guys? I don't even like rap, or whatever, you know? it's. But uh, I feel like we we did, I know we did good. I know we did good for what we do. Blame Lewis. That's um, all I had stocked for anyone who didn't like it. Fuck you, Lewis, y'all, <laughs> and blame Steel Panther, dude. It was their fault that we right. couldn't play Saturday. I, I kept saying, too, I wanted to dislike Steel, I know who Steel Panther is before we even went to the festival. Yeah. And I wanted to dislike them for having us bumped. But two songs in, I was like, these guys fucking roll. It was fun. The, Steel I mean, Panther's great. Like every other moment of the goddamn festival, it was a ton of fun. Right. So, and um, they take, it takes like a lot of stage setup and shit, and they, they wanted their stage set up properly and not two guys performing on it right. instead. So, so it worked for me because it, it felt like it even made us it was great. more comfortable for like after our set, the comedy jam's on. And then for the last song or two, they say like, and they did this in 2019 and we didn't get on stage because we're like, we're not comics. We're just happy to be here. But they're like, everybody who performed on the stage now and then they all take cell phone videos and they just close it out with, you know, fucking everybody singing along to shit and raging out to like smells like teen spirit. And then this year I'm like, fuck that, dude. We like we. I was a little reluctant. Yeah, you said like we, Tom I, I, gave me the push. I, I walked away and I said, "Well, you do what you want. <laughs> I'm going on stage." <laughs> so we're like, I'm we're standing right next to Doug Stanhope and everybody else. You right. know, we're um, Lewis used the word family on the last night. You guys are family, dude. You're Skankfest family. I'm just like, really, really, you, like you mean it? Like me? Ah, play the right. Sally Fields. Uh, they like me. Oh, I was. I reached for the soundboard. Like which pad? I don't like that's, it. That's what most of the people. Uh, <laughs> that was what they were thinking of us. Um, now, great time. I'm ch I like. I can't even compartmentalize I, and go like the show by show. And this is what I, happened um, here. And I don't know, dude. I boxed a guy. Yes. In a in a boxing ring. So Saturday in and front Sunday. of hundreds of people. It was extremely nerve wracking. I yeah. hated it. Dude, it was awesome. That it was, was pretty a, fun. That could have been. It was very fun. It's, it's impossible um, to choose a most fun fucking moment. Right. They had Jason Ellis there. Put on an Ellis Mania thing, which is. Uh, like comedic fighting. Yeah, they do like musical chairs. Uh, so like they have a bunch of fighters <laughs> in the ring and two less chairs it's than there are fighters. Schlubs. It's just a bunch of average Joes with boxing gloves on. So Term signed up. 
uh, for he, I don't think you even knew what event you were like. I'll fight. I told you I signed the waiver, <laughs> and then I said, "What am I supposed to do?" It's not how you're supposed Ellis to. Ellis was like, "You got to sign the waiver," and you're like, "Life is short, dude." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's musical chairs. So let's say there's nine fighters. There's seven chairs. So two people have to fight. Two for people th- for will their... be without chairs, yeah. and then they have to fight for sixty seconds, and the crowd determines a winner. Term got a chair. The first probably like what four. If you're good at musical the, chairs, you only got to fight once. That's right. the key they told us before. And if you're starting. not, the other people that have fought several times are going to be a little gassed. Winded. So, unfortunately, the guy I had to box had also not boxed yet. So, even if you watched the nine winded. guys walking in a circle, you were like visibly the shortest one. Like, I was there the was smallest. Big, yeah, there were big easily. guys. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so you ended up having to put your minute in. It didn't go your way, but you know, uh, you Look, held your own. He didn't kick my ass. He was just more aggressive. You only get 60 seconds. 60 seconds is not a fight. And it's boxing, so you can't use I your train Muay Thai. high kicks, you know? Like, they don't teach us the same things in Muay Thai as they do in boxing. You're not supposed to bob and weave the same way. You'll get kneed in the face. Right. It was a fun time. It was awesome. He, he and really the, didn't, like, he didn't do any damage. He was, he was just more aggressive. He threw way more shots at me and, like, the thing rushed is, me. Though, put me on the ropes for half a second. The, I was sticking the jab. The winner... Got awarded a PS5. Yeah, I know. And, and you kept Would getting awesome. You kept getting seats, and it was like you made it into like the second half. You know, there was like down to the last maybe five or something. Me and four guys. Or no, me and three guys. So I was. Last four. Final, final four. four. So it's like, oh my God, I might be able to play Seth's PlayStation. This is like a win for me. If I could have fought the guy <laughs> I fought after he had done one round, it would have been easy. He was, he was dying. And in all fairness, he the, also said his ankle really hurt. The guy who beat you <laughs> got the PS5. So. Right. So I lost to the champion. No shame in that. Right, that makes you feel better. No shame in that. And you got your first real fight call, even though it's a fake comedy fight, but you really fought well, a minute in boxing in front of a crowd of hundreds of people. You posted a clip of me. Uh, they asked me to hit the pads yeah. to determine uh, if they would let me even go in. Right. Um, they took one look at you, they're like, nah. You took one little clip. Dude, my pad work was gross. It was slop. Yeah, it looked fine to me. I've only done light sparring in a Muay Thai gym. I've never, like, these guys were trying to, we're trying to take each other's heads off in yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, and I'd never done that, for one. Not been able to throw kicks. I asked Jason Ellis, can I throw kicks? He was like, fuck no, mate. <laughs> um, and then also for it to be in front of hundreds of people. There was hundreds of people watching. I'm telling you, nobody's harder on you than you because it was a fucking blast. And you didn't get, like, it was knocked great. down. It was not. You, you were throwing jabs. Hurt. It was 60 seconds. You were putting your guard up and defending when he was throwing at you. If you I know? had an, a few more minutes in there, I think I could have taken it easily. Yeah, um, so that was so much fun. And then they do like, uh, so Louis J. Gomez. Also, I was allowed to kick him in the face or something. They do like, uh, um, nice. like uh, well, they had a ladies version of the uh, musical chairs match. And then they had uh, some pinata matches where like, so Louis is in like a pinata suit and four fans have to come and try to like beat the shit out of Louis. But three fighters, including Ellis, have to like protect him. And Alan him. Joban. And Alan Joban is uh, who I learned. I don't know. I learned as a former UFC fighter. You're like, that's holy cool. shit. We've watched him together. That's He's Alan cool. Joban. Yeah. So he complimented your pad work. Probably just being nice. He was just being nice. <laughs> He's like, dude, you look great. It was the, it was, I think it was the, uh, that I was doing it with a joint in my mouth. Right. He's like, it looked cool. Like not the punches. Right. Distracted you, from the slop. You look all right. <laughs> no, he's a really nice guy. Um, and yeah, it was hilarious to see him like piecing up like not even amateurs. Yeah, dude. And the guy who beat you, Iron Maiden shirt. He's a motherfucking <laughs> island boy. Island boy. Root doo doo. Gang gang swing. Um, no, it was a great time. So yeah, Super the fight events were so time. much fun. I just, that's when I realized too, I'm like, I never get to see like boxing 
unless I'm here. Like I'm standing ringside at a boxing right. match, even though it's silly. But it's like people are boxing, especially in the like Ellis and Lewis matches. Like they they were fucking throwing. It was you great. Know? Uh, so it's like, damn, it's like I watch fights, but I've never like. And even uh, two years ago, didn't they have? Uh, they yeah, had like a wrestling, wrestling yeah, thing. Yeah. Lewis got slammed through a table. So much fun though. At the like, last gang fest. You know, we're ringside at a wrestling match, so they have that going on. Um, yeah, I mean, I've only seen one UFC card live, and I was in the fucking nosebleeds. Right. It's just cool to be like right there watching fights. It's fucking kick ass. I said, I said when I saw UFC live, I tried to make it a point not to just watch the jumbotron. To me, I don't know. It's like I could watch the jumbotron footage at home on TV. Right. I'm here. But it's also, they're tiny, but I did see the card I was at where Valentina Sevchenko knocked out Jessica I with a kick to the head. Yeah. And I saw that. Like, I saw their bodies. I saw Jessica I's body Hit drop. The floor. It was fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, shit, what else at Skankfest, man? The, so we saw uh, two Kill Tonys. We saw, like, everything. There was roast battle. There was naked roast, which they do every year, but this is, like... It's, it's what it sounds like, you guys. It's a roast battle, but you have to do it completely naked. And there's three judges, you know? And, like, Ran Azizi was one of them. You have to judge completely naked. Right. Uh, Ellis was another one. And uh, Chris Huge from cock. Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> look at the thing on him. I understand now why that guy does such cool shit. Because uh. he's got a giant... <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was, like... And those were some of the biggest, like most coveted events, right? The lines for Kill Tony were wrapping around the fucking building. The lines for <clears> Naked <throat> Roast and probably the Lewis thing, but I didn't actually even leave the premises for that. I was like, I'm staying right here with the comics and shit. Like, mm -hmm. I want to see every second of this. Um, but yeah, dude, the privilege of being able to like not wait in those lines and just slip through the green room right. door Excuse and watch me. side stage everything is... Backstage laminates. An honor and a privilege. Uh, so yeah, we got to see so much shit. The Naked Roast, fucking hilarious. Some of the smallest dicks I've ever seen in my life besides my own. You right. know, holy cow, do I feel like I'm hung. There was like a huge black dude say the, and the Some of the smallest dick. dicks I've seen not on a baby, but I'm not trying to... Yeah. Make it sound like I've seen a whole lot of baby dicks. <laughs> no. Uh, no, the one guy's dick was like a pinky toe. It was fucking... Uh, Zach Amico, who hosts the Naked Roast, is also just like a fucking sideshow act. Like, literally, he's he has people come up and staple money to him with a staple gun. Like, to his forehead, yep. to his cheek, to his neck, to his belly, to his tits, stapling him. You know, and, you know, he may or may not snap a rat trap on his cock to close the show. It is a fucking wild time. It is wild. And then uh, there was like five things going on at one moment on Sunday where it's like, I want to do all of this. Like a Matt and Shane secret podcast was overlapping Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank podcast was overlapping the main event to the fight. Skeptic Tank. Exactly. We were at the fight. And then it was right after the fight ended, Bob Saget's already started. Skeptic and we got Tank's not exactly like a show to do live, though. Whatever. It's Skankfest. Fest. had guests, you know. Uh, that's a thing, though, where it's like I was prioritizing. Like, I've, I've listened to a lot of Skeptic Tanks. I've listened so to things that, like, Matt and Shane, I haven't listened to. I wanted to see that. But I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm gonna I've listened Bob to Skeptic Saget. Tanks before that were like, that, like, moved me emotionally. Yeah. Because it's like a, just a heart-to-heart -heart conversation um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess we'll find out when he releases it's not, it. It's not like fucking yucking for laughs in front of an audience, usually. Um, it's just fucking wild, dude. So wild. And, yeah, I don't know. We saw everybody. We right. saw it all. Anyway, and one of our favorite people who I feel like is lesser known, but Jim Florentine, right? He's got a Jimmy. fucking... He, he, you'd, you'd know him from Cranky Anchors, you know, Special Yay! Ed. He's uh, that guy. He used to uh, have terrorizing telemarketer CDs, and I think he got some shine on Howard Stern back in the day for, like, pranking telemarketers. Yeah. When they'd call him, he would just keep him on the phone and annoy them until they had to hung up, had to <coughs> hang up, because 
you're taught you not like keep the people on the line as long as you can. I used to be a telemarketer, and I don't understand the people in those gags. Yeah, I hung up instantly. Um, yeah. I would I was when I was a telemarketer, there was a pretty short list, and I, I the do not call list. We had I don't know my manager was like I don't know his story. It's just fucking. Like four times, I only worked there for like two months. Four times, I saw him. I saw someone come in and serve him like subpoenas, like court papers. Some penis. Um, and then like every day, we would put phone numbers into a do not call list. And then every night after we all left, he would empty the do not call list back into the call list. I mean, this guy's a real jerk. I would start recognizing. I called this guy yesterday, and he fucking chewed me out for like interrupting his dinner with his family. And I'm calling him again. And then he dinner. would answer, and I'd hang up immediately. And then he'd call back like, "Now you, now you guys are hanging up on me." Oof! I was the worst job. I hated that job. Um. So yeah, the, I, I used to wait by the phone. with some lady named Rose who talked like this, honey. <laughs> honey, I've been doing this for years. But we've been big fans of his podcast. Also, I was selling window cleaning appointments. What a waste of life. I never you saw. You used to be. <laughs> not, not only did I never make a sale, I never saw anybody make a sale. Again, wow. I don't understand my manager, like, who this guy was and what kind of scams he was running. But um, So Florentine's podcast is one of our favorite things to listen to on the road. I mean, we discovered it when we kind of discovered podcasts fucking eight to ten years ago living at the Comedy old Palmer Square House. midgets, baby. So then they changed the title. Now it's on Barstool. It's called Everybody is Awful. And well, it's, the show it's has the kind of progressed. Thing. Yeah. He didn't used to do every episode just ranting about things that are awful. He used to, like, tell stories about his past. and I love it. Uh, it's just, but now he found a theme... I remember when it first shifted into like the compartmentalizings because I think yeah, the first he, thing was awful vanity plates. I think it was awful Facebook posts. It was Facebook posts. It was definitely you Facebook posts. Put a dollar. I'll on put a hundred. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm not wrong. But I remember when he like fans had sent him enough like th- that's what I love too. Like people just screenshot Facebook posts that are right. He doesn't look for this stuff. People on his send own. it in and then he shits all over it. Meanwhile, the people who post this shit have no idea. They just live their lives continuing to post this dog shit while we all have a good laugh at their expense. But um, it took a while for him to accumulate the first, you know, I've got enough for like a whole episode. I'm going to do a whole episode of the, just read these terrible fucking nonsense Facebook posts that don't need to be, you know, that's his whole thing. He's like, if you, if you take a week off of social media, nobody and I mean, nobody gives a fuck. Like, he's just a curmudgeon, right? And I can relate to that very much. And then it started branching it's out the into... art of curmudgeonry. Awful slang words, awful vanity plates, awful t-shirts, and, like, anything trendy, trend, trendy, it's lit. Smash the like button. I'm going to smash your fucking skull. He just, like... Like, when I get angry, I listen to him, and then it makes me happy, and it's, like, the circle of rage. Yeah, where you, it's like you let him therapy. be angry for you. It's, it's catharsis. Beautiful. You know, let you it's take beautiful. the wheel. Um, so we got to, like... We got to suck his dick for a, for a minute. It was so delicious. <laughs> it was like, and, we, and it happened on Saturday. So we spent Thursday night and f- Friday and like most of Saturday during the day, like having a thousand opportunities to be like, hey man, I'm a big fan of your podcast. I just want to say like, we listen to it all just the time on the road. big fan of you in general. Yeah. You rock. Um, so we finally got to do that at a certain point. And then like, so I've been holding on to shit forever to be like, oh dude, I saw a bumper sticker one time and it said, who shivs a git instead of who gives a shit? And he's going... Oof. Like, I'm getting live, real-time oofs. And it was making me so... Oh, yuck. Um, so anyways, uh, we don't have to keep sucking his dick. But uh, that was one of my favorite things. I, like, I've probably been listening to his show longer than most people that had a show there. Right. Have even had their show. Um, so yeah, fucking, fucking surreal. Um, so yeah, Skankfest was a hit. Don't know much else to talk about it. We could get back a little bit to the... like. Uh, 
the Travis Scott shit because I find it funny the now. Travesty. The tragic Scott show. Um, hey, travesty. That's a good. Does that, that any headlines say that? Any newspapers? What does what do New York Post have to say? I don't know. They always do some fucking gay ass pun. <coughs> so uh, yeah, we're hearing about it all weekend. But I got to be honest, I didn't look. I didn't see a lot of video over the weekend. And then I was seeing some like yesterday, and it's just fucking. Uh, it's horrific. Also, though, there's a. I guess there's like a, a satanic panic now. They're saying like not, satanic panic, not an accident. This was like a sacrifice, a ritual sacrifice. What? Yeah, there's a lot of people out there. Uh, I mean, that's dumb. Yeah, but then you watch some shit, and you're like, this is devilish. Hey, watch out! This is. Well, I know I saw um, one thing that was like the parallel. There's this like famous painting of hell with this big um, like creature with a, his big gaping mouth. He's like pulling it open and people are walking through it or something. Yeah. And Astro World has the big Travis Scott head with the gaping mouth that people walk through. Let's see what the fuck. I wouldn't doubt if they were like if they took inspiration for some of the artistic things from things that are well, that's a, deemed look, satanic or whatever, all, but the guy's not Worshipping Satan kicks ass. Let's let's just clear that up right now. Like nobody's Satan. <laughs> <laughs> um, worshiping nobody kicks ass. Uh, I'm an atheist. It's like how many how many hard rock acts and just pers- like Ozzy or uh, who, some fucking you know what I mean like it's just dark it's it's like dark imagery it's all right. around I don't know like Ozzy's a great example Ozzy for years has been just um, so assumed as being a Satanist and you look at the imagery on his albums or so you can be certain that at this, his shows this is nothing more than people connecting dots where there are no lines to connect because yeah, it's like I mean, something accidentally just organically occurred it was a tragedy of course it was a tragedy uh it's just like it happens and then like the people are out there like well i'm gonna make it i'm gonna make it appear premeditated you know i can i can draw lines me, that are invisible but i'll put the ink on them right this now this is typical american culture though um you remember back when like patrice o'neill and louis ck were we're talking about like uh, folding the dollar bill. It looks like the World Trade Center towers, and Louis just goes off about it's like they're they're the government is f- like fucking black people over blatantly every day, and you're too busy folding dollars, and that's why they get away with it. Right? It's like there's this story is is interesting as it is. Eight people died. There's videos of people being pulled unconscious. Weren't there like hundreds of hospitalizations or injuries? There's a video of a guy being pulled dead out of the crowd and Travis Scott looking right at him and going, I'm pretty sure I have it. Uh, It was auto-tune machine. The tragic events at rapper Travis Scott's Astroworld Festival in Houston on Friday night. Eight dead and hundreds injured and a a terrifying crowd surge are becoming a new point of overlap between QAnon types and people not yet initiated into the cult. Stupidity and neglect resulted in the death of eight people and the injury of way more. Good enough story as it is. You don't need to bring Satan into this. Uh, on Q forums like The Great Ugh, Awakening. Fucking enough Q, with Q. Q. Yuck. Why does Q have anything to say about Travis Scott? Oof. Wasn't uh, that guy supposed to be predicting like political shit? He's a guy? Is Q a guy? Uh, name one girl's name that starts with Q, bro. Well, like... Exactly. I thought Q was like uh, like V for Vendetta. It was everybody. No, I always thought like, it was a it's guy. It's the group. I always thought it was a dude. I always thought it was everybody who believes this horse shit Let is Let me cute. correct myself. I always thought that people thought it was a guy. What <laughs> I think is that it's a CIA psyop to keep people chasing their own tails and just being ridiculous 
instead of once again like getting to the truths that are pretty out like pretty blatant and in your face. Uh, so the Q forum users are quick to identify satanic imagery and slogans that make up Scott's concert aesthetic, concluding that he had performed a quote ritual sacrifice. <laughs> One thread posted in Live Nation, the company that organized the event, are true Satanists and put on shows with explicit intent to kill attendees. Ha ba ba ba. So here's somebody's. Well, I kill a 10-year-old. Did a 10-year-old die? I thought that was like in the first thing I read, and then the second thing I read was like the youngest was 14. I saw 14. What's up with this 10-year-old rumor going around? Um, Looks like hell, 100%. This is demonic. Where's the imagery I'm looking for here? They were like... um, It looks like hell just because it's a bunch of fucking moron, entitled, dumbass, piece-of-shit teenagers who are knocking down security fucking blockades... At two in the afternoon to get into a show that hasn't even started yet. They're fucking like knocking each other over and stamping. Yeah, that's another thing. And then you can look into his history and like Travis Scott has incited riots in the past and told yeah, people like knock the wall down and don't listen to security. And we wasn't there a thing like uh, years ago at didn't Chance do a thing at at the uh, at Comiskey Park his coloring book oh, day. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Travis Scott who like wasn't there a point that day where like kids broke down a fence and no, like started storming? It's when storming Kanye in? West walked out. Same thing as when Drake happened, except I don't think people died at the Chicago event. Luckily, like it's I'm just lucky. saying that like the, the the fans of these acts seem to have like no regard or value for any rule set at these concerts or anyone else's safety. I it's would just, say I will do whatever I can to get my body close to the stage right now. There's a word for it. It's called selfishness. Yeah, it's called being a fucking piece of shit. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's like they don't care about anything except like I need to get closer now to the point where they're like walking on top of children and like not caring. That's that's what a fucking stampede is. You know, that's what this surge, the, the, the word they're using, surge, that's what it is. Right. Too many people overwhelmed so the people in front get knocked down and then the people behind him just keep plowing through, plowing through. And yeah, it's exactly what happened when Kanye came out. I think he was unannounced at fucking well, Coloring World. Apparently it happened when Drake came out at Astro World, who was also unannounced. But now, right, so... I get, like, a being a dumb fucking kid. Oh, my God, it's Kanye, it's Drake. And then you run. But now people are saying, like, eight flames went up when the portal opened. And I, people started going sporadic. Eight people's lives were lost that night. So the number eight now means, like, it was premeditated. Now we're getting into numerology. flames by the eights. Get the fuck. Um, I, I can't understand, though, as you said, as to, like, seeing Drake hit the stage. And now I got to book it forward. Why, why do I got to move? Why can't I just clap my hands and stay exactly where I'm standing and go, oh, shit, I didn't know he was going to be clap here? Clap your hands, everybody. So here's a guy getting carted off on a fucking go-kart. Oh, my God, I totally forgot. What? I know There was a video of uh, an ambulance like made its way through the crowd. It's in this montage, yeah. And kids are like jumping on top of the ambulance to jump off and crowd surf. Yes. And I'm supposed to sympathize for these motherfuckers? So they're giving CPR to a guy on the ground here. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of... Another guy. Apparently, there were also talks or, like, rumors, like, I guess confirmed rumors that people were, like, stabbing other people with needles. Right. Injecting I, them, allegedly. Like, this sounds like a fucking... It sounds like hell. <laughs> it sounds terrible. I'm not talking about the tragedy. The music just not great. One thing after the other. So here they are blocking the fucking security vehicle, or the emergency vehicle, rather. And on top of it. What are you doing? It's like, I don't mean to sound insensitive or like it's not a tragedy, but by, by this video, 
how am I supposed to like guarantee that the guy in the ambulance wouldn't be the guy on top of the ambulance if he wasn't hurting? You know what I'm saying? No, I did not if catch that. If the guy in the ambulance didn't get stampeded, how am I supposed to know that he wouldn't be on top of the motherfucker True. I got doing you. what everybody else at this fucking concert Take is doing? Take two. Got it. Yeah, I see what you mean. This video makes me fucking sick, dude. All right, so this is Travis Scott. He's standing on a, a high-up platform, staring into the audience, and they, it looks as though... They crowd surf, surf a corpse out of the fucking crowd, and he's staring right at it. Right in his field of vision. There's a corpse. This guy's dead. And there's other... And, they, and he's not playing a song. He's just going... Yeah, that's worth it. Yeah, that's worth eight... Potentially more. Could have been a lot more fucking lives lost. Yeah, let's all go here. How much fun can it be to moan into an auto-tune modulator after doing it for 10 fucking years? <laughs> I get that the first time you get to like use an auto-tune microphone, it's kind of fun. You're like, hey, check this out. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> Just do some silly shit. You've been doing this for a decade, dude. Help the guy out. That last clip, the first time I saw it, like legitimately bothered me all of yesterday. I was like... It's like a lot of people are at fault here. Travis Scott, Live Nation, the people that organize the property so that's apparently it's rented on. Um, the concert continued for 37 minutes after police had arrived with confirmed deaths. Yep, and there's so many videos of kids running up onto like where the camera crews are on the risers and saying like, "Someone's dead! Help us! Help us!" And then you can right. hear Travis Scott saying like, "Who said stop the show?" Hands up, we ain't stopping the show. And it's like, not that he could hear necessarily the woman screaming, but everybody, like, I'm he seeing also, um, They're trying to stop the show. He's like, got eh. a lot of money. A lot of money goes into this performance. Huge setup. Yeah, a lot of money's going back. A lot of money means that, like, uh, in, in performances like these, he's got inner ear monitors. And in those inner ear monitors, several producers of the show are capable of patching in and saying... I'm sure the technology exists. They're capable of patching into his inner monitors and telling him something. Just like the sound guy. Travis, people are getting stabbed with syringes and dying. The sound guy can tell him in his inner monitor, like, ask him if he needs more or less of whatever. So so one of the producers can say, hey, eight people are dead. You should wrap up the show. Or maybe make an announcement for people to back up or something like that. Dude, there was a fight that uh, broke out at the end of our, I think, Portsmouth show. Right. And it's like, look, I, look, it wasn't that serious. Like, it, uh, wasn't. It, was, it was being handled. But even I was looking right at it like that fucking asshole was looking at this corpse being crowd surfed. But you're also. And I even said something. You were also while rapping and I was and I was mid verse too. We're both like processing that it is happening. I said, I was like, hey man, chill. It's all love. I, and I, I, I acknowledge the situation. And I'm waiting to see where it escalates to. And if it gets something out of hand, I'm going to stop and, and fucking say something. I saw, though, before I was even done with my verse, that security grabbed the guy and they were escorting him out. So it was all broken up and it was fine. I didn't see a dead body. I think if I did, I might stop rapping. I wouldn't even... I might would, stop going... I was going to say, I wouldn't even consciously make a decision that I should stop. My body would like... A, blah, like I would... Right. I would just stop. I would be like, what the fuck? Is that a dead guy? Is that seven more? I saw a dead guy. <laughs> like in fucking hell, bro. Like it felt like we was in a concert in hell. You couldn't breathe. You couldn't see. Like just imagine all the people they're going to find tonight who was in that crowd who nobody could see, who nobody could hear, who passed out, and everybody was just trumpling on top of them the whole fucking concert. Like, I'm thinking it's probably going to be, like, at least 100 people who dead tonight. Like, I, I kid you not. Like, guy was way off. In the VIP section, it was so many bodies laid out. 
people was getting pulled out who was fainted and the people were trying the medics were trying to give them cpr and they was flipping them over and like they was literally turning black and blue like i never seen no i never seen death in my fucking life bro just by me alone it was probably like 10 fucking people laid out dead and like once the medics tried to help them they wasn't responding they moved to the next person it was nothing they could have do like this shit like this shit really fucked me up and like really spooked me tonight like that was like some demonic shit like and what was so crazy like people were screaming help trying to tell Travis, Travis Scott they was like help the whole crowd was just going like help 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 and he just kept going bro it was like that shit was scary bro it was so demonic bro and mind you y'all see the type of music I make y'all see everything like you know like I've been so heavily influenced by Travis but like I don't know after tonight bro like God really showed me, like, you know, like, stay away from that shit, bro. Like, that shit not for you. Because, like, he sacrificed so many people's lives tonight. Like, for real. Like, so many people's lives are gone tonight. Because they want to go to a fucking Travis Scott concert and have fun. You know, he influenced people to be raging and all this shit. So many people broke in. And it was just chaos, bro. It was a living fucking hell, bro. Imagine seeing all those dead bodies. And that was, that was just by me. Honestly, I think that guy has a longer video <clears throat> that I have not watched all of, but like he does use like it was hell. It was demonic shit, bro. Like he said both of those words a lot of times. But still, like I still wouldn't I I, I get what he's saying. Unless, what he's unless saying. he goes on to say like there was eight flames your and there was ignorance eight. and neglect sacrificed lives because you wanted to keep putting on your fucking show. And no, like he and didn't that's, go there like tonight is a ritual. Right. Where we will take the lives of eight people. I think there was like the theme of the show was like see you on the other side or something. So they're putting all of these like little bullet points together to try and obviously it's goofy shit, but then yeah, you watch a guy watching a dead guy at his show. And just maybe maybe that's like a satanic like, fucking yeah, seance. Maybe this guy's the fucking devil because he's just letting people die. And yeah, like I said, he has a history apparently of like encouraging, like break the gate down. Oh, who said we stopping the show? We ain't stopped for nothing, you know. And like, wasn't there a video of him stopping the show? And then people were saying like, one second after this video stops. He fucking starts the show back up again or yeah, something? Yeah, he paused the show, and then he went on for the 37 Why'd minutes. Why'd he pause the show? What did he say? From what I understand, I don't know. I, like, it, there's so much... Con- it was hard to refine this video, because I'm like, right. it's fucking... It's everything well, I can't imagine. Like, I wanted to have one thing to play there on our show. There must be six fucking million <clears throat> Astro World clips up right now. But yeah, this is the kids screaming, I think. Now we're in there, bro. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Now we're in there. People are fucking dying. I want to see somebody's life. That's somebody's kid. Who asked for this guy? Who asked me to stop? Who asked for this guy? Two hands up. Y'all two hands up. Y'all know what y'all came to do. Chase me. Let's go. Whatever. And then, yeah, after this, there's footage of the people fucking storming gates and all this shit. We ain't got time to watch every clip of this giant disaster. But boy, oh boy, did we pick the right festival in Houston to go to. Sounds like most fun in the world versus uh, demonic hell shit, bro. Right. Um, there's another guy. Yeah, for all, we don't, the, we, all the flack enough. that uh, the Legion of Skanks and their circle gets... For being dangerous and, this is and gonna be, so on uh, and so forth. They're going to be like Travis Nothing Scott's Nothing but game. fun and love at that festival. And yeah, they get such a bad rap for being, you know, they say things. Dangerous. They, they, they it's say. dangerous comedy. Oh yeah, the words. Uh, here's Travis Scott at his uh, testimony. The uh, ethics of... Nip high football rules! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he is fucked. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I'm sure they... 
they're gonna get a fall guy. But sadly, he will like be just fine probably, and this will just get washed washed under the bridge of his career, and he'll have another hit album and another festival. But like. Yeah, good. Lose a bunch of money. Like, you're a fucking jerk, dude. He has a post <laughs> on Instagram from March 2015 that's circulating now of a kid passed out unconscious on the floor of his show that he just posts a picture of What's this the kid's caption face. of this kid's passed out face? To the kid that didn't survive the rodeo. I guess the rodeo is one of his old albums, and that's what he would always call his shows or something. Yeah. You're a hero in Moo Book. Spelled my Moo. Moobies? Well, fuck that. We gotta put a stop to these fucking hateful sons of bitches. We gotta make a movie muffin. I can't even say it. <laughs> we gotta stop this hateful Travis Scott make before a he takes muffin. eight more lives. <clears throat> um. Uh, but yeah, I know, and people are saying, like, it's a six year old post, but I think what it articulates is that in these past six years, he hasn't learned to value the lives of his concert goers anymore. Yeah. It's uh, he's developing a pattern, right? At this point, he has a history of like inciting riots or like people yeah, injured specifically for at his events. a riot at a show? Yeah, like four years ago, he got arrested for a similar thing and telling people to like break down the barriers or whatever. What's silly is people like I told hurt. you, I saw an article yesterday that's like, uh, sadly, experts believe that concerts can still be dangerous. And from interesting, here on out. It's, like, it's not the first no. time people died at a concert. I was gonna say, yeah, the non-experts also put that one together. Like, Eleven people <laughs> died at a Who concert in 1979. Yeah, 78, and in 2079, it might happen again. Like you know. Life is crazy, but um, however, the Who, I think that all happened before the show, and the Who were not informed, and they went on and played the show. They weren't watching dead bodies get pulled from the audience while they're continuing Baba O'Reilly. Man, this is so depressing, dude. I think I need a palate cleanser. Oh, I'm an island, island boy. I'm a just island boy. Put on the real I'm one. They've made a real one. I'm going to get Kiwai Gwai. Kiwai Gwai. This guy's awesome. Oh, by the way, you have to see the video. Search Fly Soldier with two Ys and like Soldier Boy. You're I'm like, going to defend the them. The visual helps. I'm going to defend them because they're being... Uh, they're just being uh, cut out on the internet as white guys from Florida... And guess what? Florida's not an island. Boy. But they made a they made a retort to that. They're like, we know Florida's a peninsula. We're from we're half Cuban. We know Florida's a peninsula. We're half Cuban. <laughs> and that those are our island roots. Peninsula. But Cuban isn't Jamaican isn't what? Reggae. Not, you need these guys to have your back because you sound dumb. I'm not Jamaican <laughs> in any sense. Uh, no, they made a real one and it's fucking. What ass. do you mean a real one? What does that mean? Like a like a song out of it. Fly Soldier song. Like an official music video. Island Boy. And it stinks way more Island than the, boy. the jacuzzi. Island Boy. Is it this one? No, that's what I just no. played. I don't know. I'm an Island Boy. No, nighttime no, no, no. version? Might it be. says nighttime version. Oh, official song. There you go. Yeah. Might if I could have a Island Boy. Hey, hey, hey. Rap so viral. Is it? Cause I'm an island boy. This is the same I thing. Island. I like it though. This is my favorite. I'm an island boy. I'm a just island boy. I'm a happy just, accident. Not I'm just an island boy. I'm a just I'm island. a just island boy. Fucking rules. All right, let's find this song. You said there's a real one. That's the nighttime version. It's probably just them at night. Oh come on, I'm a motherfucker island boy. Can't stop saying it. It's just them I'm in just the dark. To make <laughs> <laughs> so and it goes slower. I'm just trying I'm to make it. Like I'm gonna keep it like Dude, a the snapping boy. is the worst. I'm gonna keep it like it's wild, 
But you better really keep that gun. I'm gonna keep it like I'm up in the sun. I've been really at your They both look confused upward point like in the sun. Fugazing. I'm like, boy, what's saying? I told him I wait, wait, wait. Like yeah. I didn't catch that before. Fugazing. Not, not fugazi. Like, they're gazing at foos. I just think they put NGs at the end of everything. You know? Gang, gang, swang, and the gang, gang, gang. I thought it was like a cholo Fugazing. crossover. I'm trying to be They got Sherry O'Terry liar, liar hair, and they're covered <laughs> in tattoos, but they're like scrawny little goofballs in their underwear. It's just hilarious. Everything about it. Rules. I admire their brotherly love. I got to be honest. I got brothers, and we don't fucking shirtlessly put our arms around each other and wave, singing songs that we wrote together. Okay, this is like the. Nice. I, I don't know how to find this. Is this it? First of all, that sucks. That's to be it. Dude, this sucks. I'll take the acapella all day, dude. Are you serious right now? <laughs> staring at the sun. I'm so staring at the He's got a poo stain? Did he say he's got a poo stain? There's a pool where he's staying. Why are these nobodies in this beautiful estate? In this outdoor mansion pool? I'm like a down on the tropic in the high. And the motherfucker, I'm a down, down on the tropic in the <laughs> the snap has to come in out of the fucking left field. Um, I could do another hour on Island Boy, but we should move on. What do I have here? Oh, yeah. This story got so brushed under the rug after this weekend. Um, this beautiful face. Fetty Wap got arrested. Did you hear about that? That's the um, some type of way guy? Uh, I don't think it is. Or that's rich homie Kwan. She's tra trap queen. Trap queen. She's a trap queen. Another modulated. My bad. I mixed him up. Um, last month, New Jersey rap star Fetty Watt was arrested by the FBI in New York at Rolling FBI. Loud. FBI. Festival. <clears throat> after being Female body inspectors got a hold of Fetty Watt. Federal drug charges, including distribution of heroin, fentanyl, and cocaine. Uh, WAP, whose real name is Willie Maxwell Jr., and five other New Jersey men are all accused of distributing at least 100 kilos of cocaine, heroin, and fentanyl. And they have, like, the pictures of... Like 100 kilos of each of them? Ooh, or a combined know. 100 kilos of all three types of drug? FBI recently released images taken of the drugs and the money seized following Fetty's arrest. Bags of cocaine, heroin, and fentanyl were shown in the photos along with $1.5 million in cash. Damn, that's what a million and a half looks like cash bagged up. Bag it up, bitch. They're making papes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like our least fit. We, we play that song a lot. Bag it up goes over well, but to say like I make it's papes a fun with song, it. but yeah, I, make I, I wrote with it. that I make papes and it makes me sick. I make papes. I've with reached it. a point as a white rapper. I'm in my 30s now. I've reached a point where I feel like I can do this and I can write verses. Without having to riddle them with ebonics and slang that I don't say I mean, in Finn conversation. I still gonna find its way. I in. say that. Yeah. That's one of those things that we started using ironically, and now I'm like, I'm finna go get the newspaper. You want anything? Yeah. That's like me when I say, you know the vibes now. I mean it. I say, you know the vibes. You I never vibes. I never, I never, figured you weren't dead ass. You know the vibes. Whole ass movie series <laughs> about that. I started saying, I remember being outside with those two fans. I remember being outside. Everything in my head is like to that cadence now. 
uh, in um, Sanford, Maine, and I, I think it was there. And I was like, I'm gonna start unironically I'm saying, "I'm a Sanford man. <laughs> I'm trying to make it at the PCC, lobster um, rolls." Um, but yeah, I was like, I'm gonna start unironically saying, "You know the vibes, dude." And it was what, Wednesday. No, so whatever the Wednesday, it was like Hump Day vibes. Hump Day vibes. I just That's what vibes. it started. You said Hump Day vibes no, first. I, you're again wrong. That's like you saying that. Uh, you want to bet? Face- yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look. So I was joking. You saw my picks on Saturday. I'm used to losing bets, bro. Let's do this. Uh, but yeah, like uh, that's just it's ter- it's like my Florentine oof when I hear like you know the vibes. Unironically, right. vi- it's a vibe, mood, vibe, mood, <coughs> vibe. It's terrible. It's, it stinks. But mood now vibe. I can't stop. Honestly, I be like, you know the vibes. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what happens, you know. Everybody starts joking about something. It's like Danielle Brajoli. It's like, haha, look at her. And then it's like, oh, like that's what we do. We made her famous. Just wait. Fly Soldier is gonna be fucking. She made huge. I'm a Highland boy. They're gonna get coaches on how to like have rhythm, and they're gonna blow up. We should be their coach and be like, you gotta add a. I'm a motherfucker. I'm a Throw two babies. I'm an island boy. And then before you know it, they're going to be like playing sold out shows and getting a bunch of money. <laughs> or just like Cash Me Outside Girl being paid like 20 grand to show up at a nightclub just so the nightclub can be like, island boy party. Um, and then next thing you know, they have like a million dollars in the right. bank and they're higher class than you. All right. If you could go to the next Astroworld event or a Danielle Brajoli Bad Baby show or see Fly Soldier do Island Boy, what do you pick? Top three. I'm probably going Island Boys. Island Boys, number one. For sure. Yeah, I just want to like... <laughs> I'm going to go see those guys in the future. They're wanna, my new riffraff. I just want to make love to Danielle Brajoli. I don't want to watch her make a, do a concert. Uh, remember when we like were into riffraff for like nine months and then I was like, all right, that joke. Remember when we saw thin. riffraff three times and the third time we saw him, we were like, it's not funny anymore. We should leave. <laughs> yes, this I is, do. I'm not enjoying myself. The thrill is gone. Let's yeah. get out of here. Um, so anyways. I can tell. I can just read his like. It's not a joke to him anymore. He takes this seriously, and now I'm out. Now I'm out. Uh, we could jump back to uh, a couple of, like, the, uh, before we move on, you know, the uh, the end of the Jarv tour. We didn't cover, like, the last few shows. There's not a whole lot to say. No. Um, you know the vibes is kind of the, the you biggest know the vibes, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we were having a, a breakfast with Jarv at this one spot, though, and then the waitress, sweetheart, she was like, uh, to Seth, was like, you look like a... That guy from uh, SNL. Palace Diner in Bidford, Maine. It was fucking I've great. I've never seen... Yeah, it was a great meal, and then she We'd said also, you look like The Pete night Davidson. before, we had watched The King of Staten Island, really because yeah. Jarv hadn't seen it. She knows the vibes. And he and he wanted to keep it on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blaming it's not terrible. I mean, we talked about it two look, weeks ago, I think. It's not terrible, but it, it's not great. Um, anyways, the scowl you returned to her statement. You didn't even say, like, really? I don't think I look like it. You were just like looking at her like, I'm going to fucking kill you. No, she's you cool. Were not happy about that, dude. <laughs> but I wasn't happy about that. Yeah, dude. Uh, Come so. on, call me like Beck Bennett or something. Call me Kyle Mooney. Um, what else happened? We played. I don't look like Pete Davidson. That's the other thing. No, I don't. I know see the it. guy's banging Kim Kardashian. It's like, hey, whatever. He's done good for himself. It's not a bad comparison. Do not. I don't co- look like him. Yeah. Um, we also played a. Uh, I have a fucking thick, whiskery mustache. Uh, Wiggery must get. It's like fucking <laughs> piano wire. You blew it! That was for me. Yikes. Um, what did we do? I remember like, uh, it was after what show? We, we went to this dude's skate shop, right? This dude, oh, yeah. Shalem, who's like a fucking, apparently like a scribble jam DJ. How could I forget? It was kick ass. Like, he, yeah, he, he gave me a haircut. He is kick ass, and he gave me a free fade up. Yeah. I tipped him. 
So we go, and then we, uh, yeah, we had like a post show <laughs> hang in this guy's skate shop, fingerboarding clips. He's making beats. Jarvis freestyling. I'm playing drums. You're getting your hair cut. It was just like a. It rules. I'm standing dude. in the corner going, please don't pass me the microphone. Please yeah. don't ask me to freestyle. <laughs> so, sh- <clears throat> excuse me. Shout out to Shalem and his uh, shop, which I think is called Ollie in Keene, New Hampshire. Yes. Um, but check it out if you're in the New Hampshire area and you like uh, dope hip hop shit and skateboard culture or you need a haircut. It's a skate slash barbershop. Yeah, that was yeah, very cool. Yeah, the guy did a beautiful job. I look nice. Um, I remember I had a, so it's one of the waitresses, you know, uh, got on your nerves by calling you Pete Davidson. Well, meanwhile, I was um, I was like a shithead kind of to another waitress later, and I remember I was just you like... You were being hum- a crab ass. I was being crabby, dude. But I almost cried uh, from laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. From, uh, she, so me and Darv both articulated <laughs> that instead of the home fries, we wanted hash browns with our meals. We all got like the same thing, oh, mostly, you know? You had bacon, but I both had of sausage. us did say the words hash browns. Right, and then I said, I'm going to have the same thing as them, but with sausage. And you didn't say hash browns. but I you, said but the same we, thing I as know, them. I know, but we did both say hash browns, and you said the same thing as us. Yes, so that's what happened. She and then, brings us the plates with hash browns, and yours has home fries. By the way, that I've been sick for like I'm still like I'm not I'm still hawking lugs, dude. It's been two weeks and yeah, I'm still disgusting. like yeah, I hate it. It's probably it doesn't help that I've been getting drunk every fucking night and not yeah, taking care of myself. Um, no, <laughs> uh, but like so Go I was have some Holiday Inn lobby tea. And I also had a couple of bad. I hadn't had a good hash brown definitely on the whole tour. And like I remarked it that they were good too. Your two plates showed up, and then and, and another thing happened. They were good. They were nicely seasoned. I asked for them well done. I, I think the day before we all ordered hash browns at the other shittier place in Greenfield, Massachusetts. Patriots and Diner. I don't know. Not there. It was. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. But listen, fucking, we ordered hash browns and home fries came, and we were like, well, that's not what. Right. You know, it said hash browns or home fries, but we're like, dude, they're potatoes. I'm going to eat it. So then it's like a day or two later. I'm still like shitty and sick, and I'm just bothered by all of that. So then your plate drops, his plate drops, and the hash browns look fucking perfect. And they I'm were, like, they were great. And then I, Jarv said, isn't it great when you order hash browns and hash browns show up? And I was like, fuck yes. And then she drops my plate, and there's home fries. <laughs> and I said, excuse me. Like, I said I wanted the same as those two guys. And she goes, oh, you needed to, you didn't specify. If you don't specify. It comes with home fries. If you don't say hash browns, then it's going to come. And then, you know, she's like not even at earshot. I'm like, oh, no, it's not your job to ask me which one I want. It's my job. Okay, sure, sure. And then she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then I I think I wrote down what I said so I didn't forget. You She said something. I said, said don't worry. My life is a joke. And she's like, I'm sorry. And I said, go away. She kept saying, (laughs) she kept trying to make it better. And eventually you just went, go away. (laughs) <laughs> and then Darv about spatting his fucking plate. Told her go away. There's meaner things you could say to a service person, but go away is is mean and it's funny. Yeah, I said, oh great, yeah, my life is a joke. Go away. It's it's not vulgar. It's still mean though, and that's what's fucking funny. But to my credit, we patched it up. I apologized. I told her I was being. Dude, a by the time we left, she wanted to kiss you. I think she did. But I, I made. It, I was very apologetic. I said I was being a jerk. I'm a little bit of a hash brown diva this morning, and uh, I'm sorry about that. And I uh, did she I, give you a free cookie? She gave me three free cookies. I still gave her five bucks. Yeah. Um, and then we were like chatting in the lobby about like, you know, oh, next time you're in town, you got to play this place. And we, we patched it up because I felt in the moment I was like, fuck this lady. (laughs) (laughs) In the moment I was like, fuck you, go away. And then like two minutes passes. I'm like, wow, dude, I'm a fucking asshole. So, uh. Go away. It's fucking, <laughs> fucking funny, That's, that's probably the meanest thing I did all tour. <laughs> oh, except uh, remember Portland, Maine. We played the uh, Monday of the Mines. 
uh, the door girl who was like suggesting food. She was being very nice. And then at the end of the night, first of all, I bought a whiskey. Never seen this in a bar before. I've never seen this either. They do last call. Yeah. You get your last drink. No, no. Before that, I had a whiskey on stage. And it's like, I thought sometimes whiskey actually kind of helps my throat, a sip or two. You know, it like, it helps. Um, it wasn't really working in this case, so I just left it side stage. Right. And I'm there like, also maybe. wasn't really a stage. We were on the floor. Right. But side continue. floor. And by the time I got done, I was like, I'll, I'll take the whiskey like as a little nightcap on the way out of here. And it was gone. And I paid 12 bucks for it. Right. I, and I was like, you know, it was my, my whiskey. And I, so they threw it out while I was on stage, apparently. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I go and I order a, a beer and a whiskey again. And then, like, this late... We're so not do even done call. packing up yet. They do last call. The it's bar like is 12 still 45. open, sort of. They want people gone in five minutes. <clears throat> and then 10 minutes after last call, not even, she goes around... She was being so nice And to everyone with the drink they just got at last call, she goes, I have to pour that out. It's Dude, one. we had a tug of war with my fucking beer. And I'm like, she I'm She said, not it's 1 a.m. I can't let you consume any alcohol after it turns 1 a.m. I was like, nobody's got a gun to your head, There's bitch. no cops here. I've never heard that law. Get out of my face. No, but the way she was like, she was like, I need... She's like, wouldn't let go of my can. No, you need to give it to me. You need, and I was like, miss, you threw out my fucking whiskey I paid $12 for already, and I just bought another one and a beer. I'm going to finish it, and if you give me literally like 12 seconds, I can chug this fucking thing and get out of your hair. I didn't say all of this that mean. I, I, in fact, I said, listen, I know you're doing your job. You're great. I love you. It's okay. I came over and all I heard was you drink. say, I'm finishing this drink. You're not taking it from me. And she like wouldn't let go of it. So then like afterwards, I don't know if we had like a... Uh, I, I remember Jarv paid her a compliment, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, you, you're I like your bangs or something like that." And she was like, "Oh, I don't like them. I just, you know sometimes it just I don't feel great about them." I was like, "Yeah, she thinks sometimes her bangs look chitty chitty." And then she was like, "I fucking hate." Like she, I was just I, I kept like giving her shitty pun ribbings. And I was like, ah, "I'm just playing with you. I'm giving you a hard time." But I like couldn't believe that she was trying to steal three fucking drinks from me that I paid for. The only three drinks I bought all night, and I didn't get the first one. So then, yeah, I had her too. I I pound a whiskey and yeah, maybe there's some sexual tension. Could have sexual tensioned her too. But yeah, uh, I I rather enjoyed my your bangs are chitty chitty (laughs) joke. (laughs) But uh, it's horrendous, but it's also not bad. uh, It's me to a T. (laughs) What else happened there? Um, Oh yeah, we uh, I guess fucking we learned about some weird laws in Vermont. Remember those? I brought a list up. Remember, there's some laws in Jarv's home state. The first one we learned was that billboards are illegal. Right. Which is great. I like that because it's, you know, fuck advertising. And uh, the, the scenery in Vermont at this time of year is gorgeous to drive through. Yes. So I think they don't want to distract overly from... Those are the only two reasons you need. Good yeah. scenery and fuck advertising. Yeah. So that one works. But also, here's another list of Vermont rules. Not rules. Laws that we found out. And it's not to say that there aren't weird laws in every state. But these seem like particularly weird. They seem <laughs> goofy as hell. And from what I recall, I don't remember any of them. But from what I recall, they're all these fucking like... Oh, we just have to be different. So I don't think I have like the the explanation. Oh, I remember for all one of them. that pissed me off was uh, you can't leave your car. You can't like fucking put the lock on the pump when you start pumping gas, and you you lock it so you can walk away from it, and it's yeah. still pumping. You can't go inside and buy a drink while the gas is pumping into your you car. You have to stand by your car. And in fact, you left it, and they were like, you got to get out of here. Go, and go she said you have your- to. Yeah, and by the time I walked back to it to take it, it was done pumping. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. Here's another one. Why? Because you have to be different. It's illegal to undress in public in Vermont. Makes sense. But if you leave your house naked, it's not. So there's one. So the burden of proof is on the police to show that you did indeed derobe after leaving the house? How do they they know? The Ring Doorbell app uh, review. (laughs) 
Oh, I saw his ass cheeks on his way out the door. He's good. Um, it's against the law to whistle underwater, which is the one that I heard Tease tell us. And I was like, get the fuck. This, it's not See, even a this thing. one is purposely worded to be, make you have that reaction. You can't do that. It's like, a. No, it's how a, can it's, something impossible be illegal? They don't mean with your lips. They mean like fishing boats would sometimes put speakers under the boat and transmit these signals to either draw fish towards them or whatever. You're not allowed to do that. Right. Because it fucks with marine life. Sounds it makes like total sense, <laughs> but they phrase it purposefully so you're like, oh, that's wacky. Yeah, whistle would not be the word. Um, at one point in time, it was uh, legal to tie a giraffe to a telephone pole in Vermont. Legal, not illegal. Like you could do that as if you had a pet giraffe walking around. So uh, that's Why a did it change? What's, what's the matter with that? Uh-huh, I don't know. Like I said, I just got the list. I, I didn't look further into this. <clears throat> it's unlawful to deny the existence of God. So what? That's, in Vermont? Yeah, what about the separation between church and state? You know what I'm saying? See, the, again, this is one of them where I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I'll, I'll go, go to, to Vermont, Vermont yeah. right now and say there is no fucking God. Locked up. Acumenal solo the, Wait, what was the wording? It's unlawful to deny the existence deny of God. Deny the, Okay. Um, billboards have been outlawed. We said that since 1968, so I'm actually in support of that one. It is against the law to defame a court, which sounds like vandalism, which sounds illegal, so that's not as weird. I mean, isn't it also just verbal defamation? Oh, yeah, like if you say it's a that kangaroo court. That court sucks dicks. If you say it's like a kangaroo court, you could get fined. Uh, this court blows dogs for quarters. I can't this say that. This court's way out of order. Um, you're not allowed to paint a landscape during wartime. Like, when have we ever not been in a wartime, first of all? Um, yeah, and that's like, so is that one of those fucking Civil War era laws? Because that's the only way they got battlefield imagery back then, those paintings of, like, battles. Uh, it's also illegal to paint a horse, even when it's not wartime. Well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. We don't need... What if you're an Indian? Is that their thing? Like, they have, yeah. they have to paint the horse? They can't just ride it? It's, it's like a cultural thing they would do. Mm. Uh, in the city of Barr, all residents are required to bathe every Saturday night. Oh, yeah, Again, make me. must be one of these fucking like make me back from when fucking <clears throat> the whole town looked like Deadwood or something, and you know, and everybody stank like shit. <laughs> this has to be one of those old goofy laws. God. And again, they just like they don't, um, I, they don't get rid of it because they like being quirky. Uh, Vermont has banned the... Is so all you have is your fucking syrup and your quirky laws? This one's interesting. That was another thing we learned from Jarv, too. He would be asking, like, do you guys have real pure maple syrup? And they would oh, be, he's a syrup diva. Yeah. He told her to go away. <laughs> Brought her the breakfast syrup, not the maple. Brought him a, a little tear-off uh, ramekin of smuckers. Yeah, and that guy actually, <clears throat> I think we both brought some Vermont maple syrup home just in case yes, we make waffles one day. Let's use the good shit, right? Um, Vermont has banned the prohibition of clotheslines. So apparently at one point in time, you were prohibited to use clothes Does every other state prohibit clotheslines? I and see now, those in right. Chicago. Not uh, very prevalent. Yeah, let these people dry their clothes. Ban the prohibition. Um, putting doves inside a freezer is against the law. Support it. Fucking, Fucking Dexter at age 13 weirdos. Killing animals. <laughs> um, and lastly, if you're a woman and you want to get false teeth, you have to ask your husband for a written letter of permission. For false teeth. Fuck yeah. yeah you got damn right, man. No, I want gummers. <laughs> um, yeah, that was just like a list of goofy shit because we learned in Vermont, <clears throat> apparently there are a lot of like, you know, laughably outdated or at least seemingly nonsensical it's the way laws. they phrase these things. I'm sure a lot of these make perfect sense if you actually read 
the actual law. Well, I guess yeah. not because the law speak is fucking retarded and it's like made so you don't understand it. Yes, it is. <clears throat> we learned that the hard way. But like the <laughs> the whistling underwater stuff is like it's it's phrased to make you go, well, that's stupid. And then you look into it and it's like, oh, it's speakers oh, under guess, boats yeah, and it's so it doesn't it fuck whistling, with the dolphins know. or whatever. I get it. What else? Um, I guess that's about it. The fucking <clears throat> Burlington, Vermont was our last show with Jarve. So, like, you know, there was a whole posse there. We had a, we went to Mr. Burns' house, crashed there. Shout out I-9. Beer Pong. Yeah, I was just going to do You and I-9 sh- destroyed everybody. <laughs> Eight and no Beer Pong champs, baby. The only vaccinated people there. What's up? What's up? That's a, that's a case to be made for vaccinations. You're unbeatable. No, me and I-9. I thought Burns was. I mean, I just made. I, I, he's the only other person. He's the only person who mentioned it. Right. Um, he's pass, people do that sometimes. They pass you the weed, and they and I, and I just didn't want to smoke. My throat hurt, you know. And right. I was like, No, I'm good. He goes, I'm vaccinated. And I was like, Dude, I don't fucking care, you know. Like that's me too. It's it's not uh, what I was worried about. What's up, bro? <laughs> um, but yeah, we went eight and zero. Fucking cleaned house, wiped the floor with everybody in that game, and um, yeah, Tease Love. Who there was a? I might, I'm forgetting fucking. Um, God damn it, uh, Nate's brother forgot his name, but he was hanging out. Oh yeah, uh, it was it was just a really fun like closing Good-ass night. Dude. Shout out to all of the like Burlington, Vermont homies. Uh, and it was a yeah, fun time. It was a good send off, you know. It was a <laughs> rough morning. Beer pong party. Uh, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Whew, what else? And then the only other thing I had to like that I put in my notes it just says the word fucker in quotes because we watched um, Tim Robinson's show. Um, I, think you, should I think you should leave. And it's hilarious. And we were talking about it, and Jarv hadn't seen the new episodes. Anyway, so we watched some of that, and we just like remarked at how much we love the, that they use the word fucker. It's in like every sketch. Right. Somebody like, hey, calls yeah, somebody my friend a told fucker. me about this place, the fucker. You know? So like that, it becomes like a joke where like I'm on stage and I'll be like, what's going on, fuckers? And I was like, is this a bad. <coughs> the, f- the fans aren't in on the joke, and I called everybody fuckers that whole tour. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, if go any off of well. you fuckers want to put your hands up we'd appreciate it you know um it's like yeah maybe we don't do that let's not call everybody a fucker next time or a block bastard we were talking about liam neeson too. about that you should have written down more than fucker i didn't we need just to. stealing a yeah, joke just, from someone's show just keep it in here uh but like day one of the tour you guys somehow remarked on the liam neeson interview where he talked about roaming the streets with a baseball bat looking for the person who raped his friend the and he called him a block bastard block bastard so everything was a bastard all tour <laughs> gonna ask the bastard for a refill anything of my water. black would be redubbed yeah. <laughs> as a block bastard <laughs> block bastard uh hilarious but that's uh, that is some of the fun of just touring around and something comes up or somebody says inside bastard and you go the bastard and it's like what was that from and then you can't stop saying it and now it's Island Boy. So uh, I guess that's about it. We did hit a Mansfield uh, show, Halloween party. It was fucking weird. It was fun, but it was weird. And uh, It's always weird playing a mattress warehouse. Yeah. And it's like, I think it might have been a full moon or something. It was just a weird, it was a weird night. I don't know. And it was not like us, but like, I felt like when we drove in, I just, it looked like everybody was like on acid to me. And they may, I think they were having like a dance contest. I think they were. I think they were. But I was like, all right, we're, we're driving into the freak show tonight. I was um, surprised at, at Skankfest how much acid there was. Dude, I almost did some because I was like, um, am I the only one not? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. To me, to, to, to get high on acid and to sit in a chair and watch people tell jokes is not ideal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm at a point where I just doing acid is not ideal. I've outdone it in my life. Yeah, I think I've grown out of Overdone most it? drugs. I didn't um, do any drugs at all but at Skankfest. I smoked weed, mostly Delta 8, not even, and fucking uh, got pretty drunk. Kind of blacked out there at the end of Sunday night. Uh, but I did one bump of this guy's cocaine, 
And I think I'm done with that, too. I don't do it often, but every time, it's like I could take a grain of it, like a grain of sand. And it makes me nauseous, and I puke within five minutes, and then I get, like, self-conscious, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm a fucking pussy now, dude. I can't handle anything except, and, oh, by the way, I smoked two hits of weed after the Delta 8 weekend and had, like, an hour-long anxiety attack at dinner last I said, last I night. think this is the conspiracy. I, I'm buying it. The government made Delta 8 to wean us off of weed. Make, the, make us dependent on their THC yeah. so that weed dealers go out of business. Yeah. And then, like, you smoke a hit of weed, and it's like, whoa, now I have, like, major paranoia. My palms are sweating. Mom's spaghetti. I, I put my hand on my fucking heart, dude, and it was like, do, 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 do. I was like, right. it was like a Kendrick Lamar ad lib. Do, 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 do. I was like, holy gun. shit. Huh? West Side Gun. Dude, Kendrick says that shit, too. Are you kidding me? Listen to Kendrick. He's done a do, he do before, first. but West Side Gun can't make a song without going, that's different do, than do, 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 do. Bump, 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 bump. Waitress. The once, maid is like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> once again, I'm telling you what came first. I'll bet my life on it. But, I'm uh, not saying what came first. I'm saying like one I, he, guy. He claimed it, yeah. It's his right. thing. Yeah. He doesn't make a song without Okay, it. disregard. You know I'm what? wrong. You suck! I don't dislike West Side Gun, but I think that element of his music, the constant do, 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 it makes me dislike it. I don't. I don't like his music that much. I like Conway and Benny the Butcher. <coughs> also, Benny the Butcher is my favorite for sure. Uh, totally ruined it for me. No, like learning what West Side Gun looks like because he sounds like a fourteen-year-old, and he looks like a forty-year-old. It's. I don't know. It ruined it. Ruined it. It was ruined. Um, and then yeah, real quick shout out. God damn. <clears throat> Average AF podcast we posted last week in lieu oh, of yeah. our episode. We uh, stopped at their place when we were in Ohio. Oh, yeah. And uh, got Good a fun moments. one in, watched the UFC card with those guys. So I know they've been fans of ours for a while. And, and new, Glover yeah. Teixeira, what is up? That was a lot of fun. That made me extremely joyous. Yes. Um, well, I think we covered the uh, long-awaited <laughs> recap of all the rest of our tour shit. Oh, by the way, we have a show in Austin, Texas this Friday at Creek and Cave. Doors are at 10. It's going to be a good time. We're trying to get some comedians to do short sets on the bill as well. And we'll have Ben Buck uh, beatboxing and rapping to open Please, the show. if you're listening to this one of the two days before the actual show, or I guess the day of the show, and you're in Austin, go to the Creek and the Cave. Make us look cooler. Yeah, um, and, you know, Rebecca, who owns the Creek, excuse me, she's one of the three coordinators of Skankfest, so we got to like speak with her. I don't think we ever talked to her really two years ago, so it was like... They're always so goddamn busy um, yeah. running around. Earpiece. Uh, they do so much hard work, and yeah, we, we really couldn't be more thankful for them to involve us in the weekend, and yeah, to now uh, to have another show on Friday at the Creek in the Cave. I'm so glad that like my basically blacking out happened in what felt like the last 15 minutes of Sunday night, because I remember... Talking to her right before we had that we had our equipment, you know, and we're walking back, and I was right. saying like we're just so privileged to be here. Thank you guys so much for doing such an amazing event. I remember being like ultra gracious, and we all hugged, and I was like, it went that, smooth. Could, that couldn't have been too embarrassing. And then we walked to the hotel where I don't remember no. making it to my bed. So no, 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 no. What happened? After that, we went inside and put the equipment away and hung out for like two more hours. Oh, <clears throat> and those were the two hours you were blacked out. No, no, no. I remember that too. I remember <laughs> well, apparently not. <clears throat> I remember getting the equipment out of that room. I remember Big J right. telling me all a that was after story about goodbye. about Kevin Hart and like uh, Jay bombing and Kevin Hart having to like uh, you know tell the crowd like Hey, be nice, you know. And it was just embarrassing or something. Right. <clears throat> so that was all going on. Um, but I, I remember saying goodbye to some people after we had the the cases. But yeah, I was uh, 
I did not eat, and I drank a lot. It's a, not a good combination. So I'm getting old, and I'm learning quick that uh, getting that's gay. the case. Yeah. I'm gay! You want to be gay? Fine, no problem. All right, so I suppose we can uh, move it along, shall we? Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. Did you get more ice than the shit that already melted because you brought it out 90 minutes ago? <laughs> yeah, there's Should a bucket. Let's there's do a, a shot of water. That bucket, bucket, I already drank mine. Cold water, dude. I hardly it's knew thirsty. ye. Um, no, there's a bucket over there. Who do we I'll go got grab it. I'll go grab it. this week? Uh, that guy from Blue Velvet died. Yeah. What was his name? Dean Stockwell, who is in Quantum Leap, which is a show that I know of, um, have never seen, but he was in uh, Blue Velvet. He was the guy, like, singing into the light. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <clears throat> Keep talking about it. No, I'm going to let you sit down and grab your microphone. Yeah, take your time, dude. Um... Yeah, it's been a minute since I saw Blue Velvet, so... Me too. We should throw I that I know the later. scene. I don't know, like, what his role was. Let's He's have a David Lynch night, except we'll go see Dune in theaters after this, and it won't be Lynch, and then we'll come back do. and watch Blue Velvet. Fuck yeah. Frick yeah. This All right, ice me up. What do we got here? So we got these shots, like, two weeks ago of whatever this shit is, and uh, never drank them. It's a Wild Turkey's version of Honey Jack. Ah. Honey, honey Wild Turkey. I'm a honey turkey. Here. It's called one cube honey. at a time. That's that's how we do this. One, one cube Fucker. at a time. Fucker. <laughs> God damn it. This ice is all melted. <laughs> yeah, we should have got that. Oh my. Oh my god. Am I farting or shitting? What is this? Okay, it was a fart. I'm giving you one more scoop and then we're just going yeah, with it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make this one. God damn it. I dropped it everywhere. All right, so um, Dean Stockwell, right? What else here? We got uh, Huey Haha. Google Huey Haha. He died. Mm, Stockwell dies at age 85. 70-year career. Good God. Started at 15. Um, <clears throat> Stockwell won a Golden Globe Award for his best-known role and was also nominated for an Oscar for uh, Married to the Mob. Aside from Quantum Leap, he also oh, appeared yeah, in... yeah, Married to the Mob. Air Force One, Blue Velvet, and he was in Dune, which we... Might see tonight uh, the remake after this podcast. Right. Well, the original David Lynch Dune had a bunch of actors from David Lynch movies. Guess who starred in it? What? Kyle MacLachlan. Oh, okay. Starting like every 80s David Lynch yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I realized I wasn't listening. And then <laughs> you posed a question at the end, and I was like, huh? <laughs> Is this right. going to be on the test? I'm going to have to pour this before it all fucking melts again. Baby, baby, I'm an island boy. You look up Dean Huey Stock or died. What's, uh, what's this other guy? I don't know. He's got a funny name. He was a YouTuber, 27. Tragic. Huey Ha Ha. Passed away October 25th. That was like weeks ago. People don't forget. Nobody's really like, I mean, people are dying, obviously. I mean, we got eight shots to take for the Astroworld victims. Joe Carroll Dennison, the oldest surviving former Miss America, died at 97. Dang. Let me see some early picks. Hottie. No, like of her tits. Cutie Miss America, did they have to wear dresses? Joe Carroll Dennison. T tits, for tits. Joe Carroll Dennison. Tits. Gang, gang, swing. 
God damn it, I'm losing my mind, you guys. This is what insanity... That was a little tit there. A little bit of tit. A little bit of tit. Yeah, but a little bit of not, you know? Yeah, it's the 50s. Let me see, let me see. Mm, Not my type. This used to be what you had to jerk off to if you wanted to... Sad. (coughs) All right, so uh, I guess cheers to all three of them. Hey, let, 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 we're going to sip this. So we'll, we'll do a, a Stockwell sip. We'll do a Stockwell sip. <laughs> ha, ha, he. Here we go. Hardly knew ye. Hardly knew ye. Don't remember what role you were in Blue Velvet, but... 50s titties. Good movie. Oh, yeah. It's a good scene. I think. There weren't many bad scenes in Blue Velvet. It's a great movie. This stuff's not good. It's sweet. That's why I was saying it's like... Stuff's you got to pour bad. it in a glass. You don't, you don't just down a shooter of it. Very it, even sipping it, it tastes like the breakfast syrup that's the shittier, not pure version that jar mm. sucks. Syrup so. whiskey. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Huey ha ha. Didn't even hardly know you. I just didn't know you. I just learned who ye were. I'm opening a Heineken. <clears throat> I'm not drinking that shit. More like who ye ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Um, some guy from Sons of Anarchy died. Really? I watched the first season of that show. Uh, I felt like there was another one. But, I forgot. Oh, well. Um, He's dead. Cheers to them. And, uh, moving along. Terrell's gonna recommend an album after his next sip here. Eight eight quick little sips here. Eight little sips. Highly recommended. He is. He's taping. Listen. Slurp, slurp. (laughs) (laughs) This week's highly recommended album is actually an anthology compilation from Morphine called At Your Service. Morphine is the band, At Your Service is the compilation album. I did not realize that this is like 35 songs and two hours long. I usually only listen to the first half. <laughs> so you're recommending the first half highly, and the second half just maybe bit. check it out. Oh, bet. If you want. <clears throat> do, do, have patience. Everything will be all right. Uh, morphine, a three piece band out of Boston. And Boston, a five-piece band out of Boston. <laughs> Boston Five Guys? I don't. I just made it up. Boston's I don't even dope. know if they're from Boston. Is Chicago um, from Chicago? It's a good question. Hmm, let's get to the bottom of this. Are these guys fronting? Are they faking the proverbial funk on us? Unacceptable. Yeah, how many Chicago's people from Chicago? How many people are in Boston though? Because if it is five, I'm gonna feel real good about that, guys. Boston's so, from Boston. Yeah. As opposed to Austin from Boston, fan of the show. Come on, <coughs> come on, members, members. I don't, I don't, I'm not getting like an original lineup here. Fuck. Uh, obviously, there's got to be a new singer because Brad Delp killed himself. No, I'm talking about the OG. Four. 
Or no, wait. No, it's five dudes. Yes! Sorry, mate. The OG Boston is five dudes. You've been listening to the TPS reports. <laughs> Brad Delp was great. He uh, killed himself by putting a grill in his room. He grilled himself. He did. Uh, isn't that what happened? He like. I don't know this. I'm learning this right now. I know we're talking about. I'm now. I'm recommending morphine, but this is about Boston. This is how the bit goes, man. <laughs> I steer it away every time, and we come right back. All right, hold on. Brad Delp. Suicide. Suicide. Okay. He committed suicide by carbon monoxide poisoning in his home. He left notes scattered from the car to the interior of his home, warning people not to come upstairs. I remember that detail. Um, police discovered his body on the floor of his master bathroom. I love that. So you know they're going upstairs. Left notes. Like, so one's at the car. It's like, hey, don't go upstairs. And then one's on the stairs. And it's like, seriously, don't go up here. And there's one on the door like, hey, if you have to knock, you made it too far. Two charcoal <laughs> grills were found to have been placed in the bathtub and lit, causing the room to fill with smoke. A suicide note was paperclipped to the neck of his T-shirt, which read the same as a character's note from Twin Peaks. Oh, my God. Wow. Mr. Brad Delp. We just talked about this off mic. <laughs> um, it's in French. Jayunami Solitari. I am a lonely soul. Delp left uh, four sealed envelopes in his office addressed to his children, his former wife, Mickey, his fiance, and a couple who were not named by the media. He was 55 years old. I thought it, like, I thought it lit him up, but I guess not. No, that's how he chose to asphyxiate himself, apparently. Anyway, Morphine, um, maybe the best band without a guitar player. They were drums, bass, and saxophone. Yeah. I remember um, on uh, the last episode we recorded, I told those stories about the shitty tour manager that I didn't get along with. I remember we listened to Patrice O'Neill's album, and he had a joke. I was joke. about to tell this story. Oh, okay. I'll let you take it. Uh, I mean, we listened to Patrice's album. He has a joke where he compares... like, I'm going to tell you why I like my dog more than my girl. And it's a joke about, like, you know, uh, my dog needs me, but he doesn't act like he doesn't. Right. You know? That's the joke. And then she was like, I don't like... Uh, I, don't I don't like, like comedians. comedians comparing women to dogs. Shut this off. And I, and I remember she said, shut this off, and I looked at her, and I went... Boo! <laughs> Fucking bitch. Um, yeah, it's also like the quintessential, like, you're not offended until it's about, until you relate to it. Oh, she was laughing it. at uh, well, Bobby Slayton's whole album, making fun of Asians and shit, and everybody. DJ Skits was, was putting up with it. Exactly. Uh, you know, there was, there was jokes about everything, and then once it gets to the women, she's like, I want this off. And it, it, to this day, it kills me. So that I, I discovered this song after the tour. Because I, what I would have done is gone right to this song, which is called song kicks ass. Yeah. We, we learned about this song like right after that happened. We I were was like, so Fuck. bummed. I was like, dude. Oh yeah, we'll shut off the comedy. Here's a song I like. This would have come in so handy <laughs> a week and a half ago. <coughs> it's a good song too. Sick song. Morphine. Formed by Mark Sandman, Dana Coley, and Jerome Dupree in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Shout out, Middle East. Yep. Technically not Boston, Cambridge. I know, but you know how people call, like, Evanston, Chicago? Right. You know, I get it. I got to let our Boston fans know we're close enough. Unfortunately, in 1999, in Palestrina, Italy, Mark Sandman died of a heart attack on stage. 
in the middle of the concert. He died doing what he loved, and I mean it, you know. And the crowd <laughs> kept going on. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd was like, Ooh. "Who said we gonna stop? Ooh. Put your hands up. We ain't stopping." <laughs> um, yeah, it's a really cool band uh, to incorporate. To instead of having a guitar player, having a saxophone player, just a, a heavy blanket of noise. They call a man a dog. I've read before that Mark Sandman would smoke like two packs of cigarettes on stage to like chain smoked heavily. Yeah, uh, the heart attack starting to make more sense. Caught up with him for sure. I think it was extremely hot at that show too. Yeah. Well, that's what they were saying about Astral World too, and like why that one guy was like, "I'm guessing there's gonna be a hundred dead people." Where it's like the people that survived, hundreds of them couldn't breathe. Like it was so packed in. You know what I mean? I have a one experience that was almost like that. It was at Riot Fest, and we were moving from like. Oh, I hate it. I've I've been in that position. Not, yeah. Obviously, not quite that position. I remember where it's it was, like uh, I have no control over the movement of my body, and I'm 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 a little afraid. I think it was like we were walking past or leaving Weezer playing because like Primus was starting or something like that, and they had one very narrow like exit that everybody was trying to get to. And I remember that. I'm like, I can't breathe. I'm like, I'm outdoors right now and it's a nice night, but there are so many people surrounding me sucking all the oxygen out of the fucking area around me. Like back up. I couldn't breathe. And I got a little like anxious and eventually like it, it opened up. But I remember for a minute there, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. And I'm for what? stuck in a sea of At thousands Riot of people. Fest. It w I was leaving Weezer to go somewhere that I, I didn't want to see Weezer. And so, but there was something, maybe Primus or something else going Still, on. Still though, it's like, Right, For Primus outdoors in Chicago, like, dude, I, I like, I could relate to that. Y'all gonna crush to me to see fucking old Robert Smith play with the Cure? Like, chill dude, out. You're gonna crush me to see fucking uh, uh, Amber is the color of your energy. <laughs> no, it's three eleven. God damn it! What's Weezer's song? I would song? crush people to death to get to the three eleven stage for sure. What's Weezer's thing? What's all these homies kissing my girl? Oh, I got my hash <laughs> pipe. Do 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 do. And you know I'm yours. I mean, that song kind of kicks ass. Buddy Holly's a great song. Yeah, it is, for sure. These are rules. <laughs> anyway, morphine. <laughs> Talk about every van with them. Recommending morphines <laughs> at your service. You can get it from a Fetty Wop. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good album. It's great shit. It's, I mean, like I said, it's a compilation. So. Do you know anything else besides that it's a compilation? Those are all the things I know. <laughs> That's a dick move to like make you talk about other bands and be like, "Why you didn't say anything else about Morphe?" Some live stuff, some studio stuff, um, some like uh, alternate versions of songs, some yeah. like live radio performances, which were a big thing in the 1990s. Well, I guess 60s through the 90s. Yeah. <clears throat> At your service by Morphine. That's it. Fuck it's a compilation. The first half's pretty good. Yeah, check out the second half. Let me know. Yeah, maybe we'll <laughs> Let me know how that is. <laughs> They're going to recommend that to you next week, a caller. It was two hours. I really like the song Patience, and it's like not on any albums. It's only on this compilation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. At your service. The fucker. Uh, another thing we'd like to highly recommend now that it's now, because um, Amdemic's out. I'm sure you heard it already, but uh, thanks for listening. And uh, it's only three bucks if you want to support in like that way, 
and like the Spotify streams add up. And Who doesn't have three better. bucks? Give us three bucks. You know Who doesn't have three bucks lying around well, that they can us, wipe their ass with? Fucking bucks already, motherfucker. Uh, hold on, Skyler's calling me. Let me see what's happening here. Yo, uh, we're recording the podcast, Skyler. What's up? Oh, dang it. Well, then I'll call you in a bit. Okay. No, say something to hey, the people. Say something funny. <laughs> Go. I, I hate when people do this. <laughs> <laughs> last time <laughs> this happened. Dance, last time. monkey boy. Uh, let's see. Uh, lesbians are gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's Skyler, ladies and gentlemen. You did it. He's going to be uh, uh, performing at our Austin show at the Creek as well this Friday. So yes, come on will. out. We'll be calling him back shortly. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it, huh? Ready to move? Ready to move. Hell yeah! Let's do it. It's time for Fat Questions! It's time for Fat Questions! TPS Reports! Island Boy Wagwan! <laughs> Let's, uh... I am an island boy! <laughs> I am an We are going to get complaints for, for this afternoon. And you know what? I got some complaints of my Yeah, own. whatever. The toilet doesn't work right. Fucking the Wi-Fi has been going out every 10 minutes. This whole room's going all us. There's no hot tub. <laughs> we should go take a dip. Should What's we, the should point, we dip man? and then doing or doing and then dip? I don't get pools anymore. I just like hot tubs. Yeah. Um, what are you installing a pool at a hotel and no hot tub? There's so much room out there for a hot tub. Mega. Okay. Maybe I'm just fucked up. You are? I'm watching Seinfeld. I just feel like... I'm trying to figure out what episode it is. Uh, let's run it back. <laughs> let's see. Okay. Maybe I'm just fucked up. I'm watching Seinfeld. I just feel like... George is term. And Jerry is act. If you guys are like... More it's the opening Jewish. where Jerry does his little <laughs> bit that kind of describes what the episode's going to yeah, be about. Yeah. He says, I I'm Jerry and you're George if we were both more Jewish. Okay, I wasn't listening to him. I was listening to the background. So well, that's what cool. he said. He thinks that's... Uh, you're Jerry and I'm George if he was more Jewish. Uh, Here's the thing. George isn't Jewish, but George is based on Larry David, who is Jewish. Very Jewish. Which is why George always... I didn't realize until I was like a grown-up that George Costanza isn't a Jew. Even though there's the Festivus episode, which kind of lays it out there. Right. His family would celebrate Christmas, but his father's against it. And they celebrate Festivus. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he's, he's playing Larry David, essentially, who is a Jew. So a lot of his characteristics and his mannerisms and his behavior patterns are culturally more Jewish. He plays a great Jew. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um... I guess there's not much more to say about that. We can do another one. So that's all he's saying is I'm George and you're Jerry? Yeah. It's, it's, all uh, right. Term is getting upset. <laughs> Term wants to be Jerry. Um, <clears throat> oh, fuck. Did the internet go out on me again? Everything's going all blowy, bro. Term likes his chicken spicy. <laughs> um, this is from Gareth. A quick question before the story. How come your Umphreys McGee song isn't on Spotify? It's my girl's favorite song of yours. I think it is. It is, but it's not on our page. So you have to go to Umphreys McGee, and the album is called Death, Death by, by Remix. Because uh, they had an album called Death by Stereo, which our song was a remix on the little thing. So yeah, it is, I believe, streaming, but it. Um, I don't know if our name is even like attached to it because it's their release. 
Um, and you can't find it in like the Palmer Squares discography on streaming services. I think like legally, we're not, you know, we're not selling. It's their song. Uh, but we are the vocalists on it. So I don't know. Bust some hump. Look a little harder. You'll yeah, find bro. It. Did, you, did you try <laughs> searching the name of the song? Blockhead? It's right here. Look at this. Instantaneous. Sure. I'm on, this is on Spotify. Gareth, so if your face isn't red right now, dude, I don't know when it's going to be. You couldn't be wronger. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's streaming. Why don't just, you try and bet on it like me? Yeah, let's uh, go away. I'm going to treat you like that waitress. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh, Death by Remix by Humphreys <clears throat> McGee. Anyways, here, I'm going to take a sip of this. It's not listed syrup. as Palmer Squares. It might say featuring us on the song title. Might not. I don't but know. the artist is just Humphreys McGee. God, this stuff's not good. Um, Look, I'll, I'll take the rest no. of it. Story time. I was host. This is from Gareth Still. Story time. I was hosting a university house party several years ago, and this girl started messing with the playlist, trying to change the song. Not sure if it's the same for you, but w- we were very self-conscious about appearing cool, so we had curated and perfected this perfect playlist over about a month. When I told the girl she You don't have to call the playlist perfect if you said you perfected it. You redundant motherfucker Um, You fucker Uh, When I told the girl she couldn't change the song She just straight up slapped me across the face Whoa Whoa. Wait a line Wait a line Wait Wait a line Wait a line (laughs) There it is Uh huh I said what the fuck And she slapped me again I said to her If you slap me again I'm going to retaliate Let me guess She slapped you again And she slapped me again (laughs) (laughs) Yeah This is heating up Honestly if you want my assessment Right here Flattener. She Give wants her a your, Cheeto kick to the chin. <laughs> she wants your dick, bro. Yeah, she's uh, she's like me and a chitty chitty bangs girl. Exactly. You know? It's like when you would push a girl on the playground because you liked her. Uh huh. Huh. One yeah. time I was pulling a girl's hair because I liked her, and her brother, <laughs> who was like sixteen, I was in first grade. So what is that? Six. Six. And her brother, who was sixteen, which to me at that point was like an adult, Goliath. Yeah, yeah. you're huge. And uh, he had just pulled up to pick her up. from. This was like the after school camp, whatever it was called. Yeah, are you sure it wasn't her boyfriend? And um, he came over and pushed me into the wood chips so hard. I thought you were going to say wood chipper. Was this an episode of New Dexter? He <laughs> fucking like floored me. Yeah. Because I pulled his little sister's hair. Because I liked her. I was trying to express that I liked her. Well, you should have kissed her. No. Uh, and I remember being like enamored that nobody cared. <laughs> like an, a, basically an adult to me came over and assaulted my little five-year-old self. Um, and no, no one cared. The guy just took her and got in his car and drove away. Uh, so to and catch just, everybody up, I just <clears throat> cried in the wood chips. This guy made it. It took a month to make to perfect the perfect playlist, and someone wants to change the the song. He said no. Three slaps in the face, and how we move on. Uh, granted, he asked for the third one. Go on. Yes, it's like me and uh, David in that old story. Oh that yeah. I don't know if we ever told in here, so Super never mind. Cool. Disregard. But this point, I'm sorry. By this point, I'm getting really pissed off at her audacity to slap me in my own home because she doesn't want to hear my song at my party. I pushed her back about six inches with my Strongbow Dark Fruits tinny. Is that a drink? Yeah, it's a beer. Okay. Uh, or Strongbow is like a cider. Yeah, I know that. She doesn't want to hear. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, my Strongbow Dark Fruits tinny. So I didn't physically tinny. touch her and said one Irish? more time. And then before I can even finish, she slaps me a fourth time. She walked away and sat on my sofa just a couple meters away, and I slit her fucking throat. I'm just kidding. It says, uh, <laughs> I did what any man should do. Caught up with her down the road and slit her throat. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> it says, uh, I did what... Pull over? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a good movie. 
Oh, I uh, I pushed her back. Oh, I already said that. I'm sorry. I did what any man should do and took a huge mouthful of my tinny and went right up six inches away from her face and spit my cider as hard as I can into her face. She ended up with Can I just say? Not what I would have done. Uh, well, then you're not the any man because that was... I would have sat down <laughs> next to her and just started making out with her passionately. Would you? Yeah. Would you? No, I would not have. No. I would have uh, thought about it in the corner and then regretted not doing it all night. Uh-huh. So he spits his cider straight in her face. She ended up with it in her eyes, nose, and mouth and went home spluttering shortly after. Spluttering? Fucking bitch. Much love, bros. Gareth. Thanks for the story. I enjoyed that. What is spluttering? Spluttering. I'm spluttering. Googling it right now. Jeopardy music. <laughs> See what we got here. I really should just pull this so I don't have to search it every time. Spluttering. I want to have to have 16 seconds of ad to hear the Jeopardy Whoa. song on loop for 10 hours. Hold Check on. Check out the vocab on Gar- Garrett? Gareth? Gareth. Gareth. <clears throat> I think you already found it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so go. Make a series of short, explosive spitting or choking, choking sounds. Yeah, I'm learning this too. I didn't. I, did, I don't think that word was in my lexicon. Gareth. Splutter, a short, explosive spitting or choking noise. <coughs> that was I on his spluttered. dick afterwards because they hooked up. <coughs> she was right. I would have spluttered her <laughs> with my splutterer. That's what I call my penis. <laughs> um. All right. That was story time, and now we're moving on to something. I was. I was gonna What's ask. Up? Why did you tell that story? And I remember now that we were the music she wanted to turn off. Probably. Okay. I don't even know if he specified that, but uh, we were on the playlist. I hope bro. we were on the playlist. <laughs> if it was a perfect playlist, we wouldn't be, but we'll see. Um, Clearly, it and wasn't. I can relate. He got I, slapped four times. I don't really do this anymore, but there were absolute, especially. It sounds like a college party or something. Like, yeah, I would curate the whole fucking playlist on my iPod for my parties. I thought you were gonna um, I, say I, how on. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, you got punched in the face by a girl one time. I did. <laughs> I did. That happened. I wasn't uh, there, but I know the story. I remember the story. Yeah, me bit. and Dylan were at uh, the cu- were Sluggers next to the Cubby Bear in Wrigleyville. Slugged ya. Slugged at Sluggers. And I think I already told this story, but uh, it was St. Patrick's Day. I, I skipped school. Like, I was on the train with people. Playing hooky. And, I was, and they were all going to the I mean, it's college. Parade and stuff. It's not really skipping school. Right. right. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. What am I, I'll, I'll skip class today and we'll go get drunk. Right. Everybody's going get drunk but me. What am I, fucking nerd? So, uh, yeah, I skipped. And then we started drinking at whatever, like 11 a.m. noon. And by 4 p.m., I was pretty fucked. And uh, at Sluggers is a, is a bar where you can play, like, skee-ball and batting cages. And it's, like, half an arcade and shit. They got it's games. in Wrigleyville. Yeah. So it's, like, kind of sports-themed. Um, right. So uh, I played some games. I, I took my tickets and I got, like, a, a whistle. I can't use it underwater in Vermont, but... <laughs> I was using it outside uh, of Sluggers. Slide whistle or rape whistle? No, it was like a... Like a rape whistle, like a coach. Just a whistle, just an annoying plastic whistly thing. That's a, that's so a me and uh, our friend Dylan, who the listeners know, we were outside... Imagine just getting raped and only having a slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it never goes back up. It's just... <laughs> Um, so yeah, we were just like blowing it at people and giggling like, hey dude, happy St. Patty's Day. <laughs> like, you know, hitting him with the whistle. And... Some, like I, I think I, I really don't remember because I was hammering, but I, I blew it at this girl, and she was like, shut the fuck up. And then I was like, oh, sorry. And then obviously I blew it again. Like this guy. Like I was like, right. oh, I'm going to slap you twice. <laughs> I guess in this equation, you're the chick. Yeah, in hindsight, I'm a chick. <laughs> who's aggressively blowing the whistle, which is the slap. I was and a chick she fucking aggressively blowing strong-bowed somebody. you right in the face. 
Yeah, so I remember they're not. I remember turning she away from her. She spluttered you. No, she kicked me in my ass. She kicked my ass. Like literally, I felt a kick in my ass, nice. and Good I turned move. around like really. And but I couldn't. I didn't even finish turning before she just fucking straight armed me, and my nose started bleeding embarrassingly on the sidewalk <laughs> in front of everybody. And then in a drunken move, like you know how you like a fight, like you you touch the, and then there's blood. You know, it's like. Oh look! I got I got to touch my right. face. And LeBron does it every time, except there's never any blood. You know, you touch your face right. and look at your hand, and there was blood all over my hand. And then I flicked it at her white shirt and put my DNA all over her tits. Nice. Yeah, and then I went and got a napkin in my nose, and that was the end of that. Not Back the coolest to way to put your DNA all over a woman's breasts. No, no, it isn't. But that's. But it is a way, and you did it. How the cookie crumbled. Fuck all you. right, another question. What's up, boys? It's the one, the only, Two the things. juggernaut of Austin's. Austin from Boston. I was just talking about just you, bro. Say, you guys dropped Pazamdemic today. Uh, I've been bumping it. I fucking I, I fuck with the production. Uh, I noticed that in Brainwash, you guys cut in the end part of the beat in like the middle of terms verse, which I thought was pretty sick because I like that part of the beat and I was sad that it only played for like the last fifteen seconds of the song. Yeah, uh, all praise goes to Drew Mantia on that because we'll we back we, the curtains. We here. didn't even tell them we wanted that, but I think we all recognized that that was a sick change up in the beat that got underutilized in the video. And he was like, "Yeah, let me throw this in there for a switch." And we heard it. And we were like, "We both were like, yep, good call, Drew. Keep it. Yep." But anyway, that's really all I have. Kick ass job on the little three three song EP. I fucking thought it was sick. I'm sure all the Squares fans enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, enjoy it. Come to Denton already. I'm pumped you got to see it. you guys. You already know I'm gonna be there. I'm not gonna tell you whether I'm gonna bring gifts or not, but you'll have to wait and find out. Mm, stolen casino glasses. Um, Austin. Yeah, pumped to see you guys. Ready to uh, get gay with y'all. You know what I mean. Hell yeah. <laughs> Later, fags. <clears throat> forward again, Friday, Austin, Texas. Saturday, we're doing a set in Denton, Texas at Andy's. Andy! G- grab a ticket. Come on out. These are our last two shows of the year and probably until uh, February, where actually I will do a soft announcement. I believe we just booked four shows um, opening up for our pals Tropidelic on uh, some Midwestern uh, cities, which I believe include Tulsa, Columbus, Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, and Omaha, Nebraska, the home of Seth's only, or at least first, uh, methamphetamine uh, line. Right. I snorted crystal meth in Omaha. And we're going back. It was Omaha, right? Yes, it was. That's the only time we played there. <clears throat> it was that one time. Yeah, I don't want to snort meth again. Probably seven years ago, I think. I think it was 2014. Anywho, meth. Uh, thanks, Austin. We, we will see you on Saturday. Oh, wait. Oh. And, w- and we're going to see him at... worth it worth the wait uh yeah austin those glasses you brought me that i loved so much they broke what yeah they broke um what what is what is like the part you put behind your ear what's that called you wear glasses the stem the ear part right that one of them (laughs) broke off god damn well now we need you more than ever austin Yep. Uh, I think this is the last one. Let's do Gotta this. get on it. Let's do this right here. Hey, fags. So It's Austin from Tennessee again. Austin from Boston, what? followed by Austin from Tennessee. Did you guys plan this? Is anyone coming to our show in Austin? That's no, the biggest that's question. that's the saddest <laughs> part of all of it. You are... W- Fuck, I did it wrong again. Just looking for this one. It's been a while since I've had this card in here. You know what hurts the most is the, the lack of respect. You know? I, uh... 
I had the fucking live performance music card in here all week. Anyway, Austin, part two goes on. Last week I called and asked about the worst time you've ever had on tour or if you've ever gotten in a fight. This week I want to hear about the best time you've ever had on tour. It might be this string of shows. Maybe it was one night. But, uh, yeah, give us some jovial door, too. Later, facts. I'm a hailing bee. Um, I'm an island boy. I kind of want to exclude it from tour, but if we're talking about this tour, yeah, Skinkfest this past weekend was the best time I've ever had in my life on the road. Yeah, but it wasn't as much of a Palmer Squares tour as much as that right. it was us being guests, more or less, of uh, a, a comedy festival. So, you I know, know, I don't like excluding uh, that. I don't. Yeah, these are questions like these. Even somebody last night or Sunday night asked me, like, what's what, your favorite thing in the world? What like, my I don't know. Favorite part of the whole Skankfest weekend was, and I was like, I don't know. It was all fun. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and right now. Well, the thing is, pinpoint a definitive favorite. It's when we go on the road. We go on the road like with people. Oftentimes, like we've opened for Wax, we've opened for UBI, and we have moments on both of those tours that were like memorable to each of them. And we just had Jarv supporting us, and we love Jarv. So we have like memorable the, the Black Bastard and the like those things. It's just probably like the most fun I ever memories. had on the road was us as the headliners going on the No More Jobs tour with Vanna and yeah. other friends. Uh, I mean, it was a pretty wild two days. Apparently, there was one shithead who tagged along the whole time. Yeah, we talked two weeks ago about how the word budget <laughs> never really got used, or maybe that was on the average AF pod. I'm not saying that it was the the most professionally planned out tour. After but the tour, we were like, we shouldn't have had that much fun, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and, but like during the tour, we were like, this is a blast. We toured. We did a whole circle around the U.S. and Canada, and I think we added it up, and it was like 18,000... 18,000 miles uh, of traveling. Yeah, and like the circumference of the Earth, I believe, is like 24,000, so if you add it up, it's almost like we drove around the fucking world, but just in North America. <coughs> um, yeah, I just remember like we covered so much ground, the so many great shows. amphibious tour van. You know, and also Van of Black Soul is one of our homiest homies. Right. So we love spending the time was, with there him. There was just like... A lot of laughter, a lot of fun. Yeah. Again, that one shithead who tagged along had nothing to do with any of that. Nope. But uh, I, I, you know, I kissed a taxidermy deer. We went and saw, <laughs> we saw Niagara Falls from Buffalo and I from Niagara. I think that's the tour we saw Skanks the first time too. That led the we snowball Skanks, effect to last weekend. So, which opened the floodgates yep. to a lot more fun in the future. I don't know that whole tour of. of uh, yeah, posted little remnants from it in the recent past, and I always describe it as like some of the best times of my life. Good times, sure. good people. I hate my father. I hate my <laughs> life. <laughs> I feel um, great. <clears throat> uh, yeah, 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 I can't. I can really like pinpoint. At this point, it is one of those things where it's like, and there's people who do this like for decades, and we just have done like I less gave than a, girl a decade a, of. I road. gave a girl a facial in Kentucky one time. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, you know, sadly, I don't think I've, I, and I know I have never given a girl a facial. It was in a hotel room too. So I got yeah. to get it everywhere. It is like at this point in my life, I was like, what was I thinking? Like, why didn't I do that all the time when I was younger and single or I don't know. Cause girls usually don't let you. Yeah. Cause I, you I can never make it up to their face. Every time there's not enough time to be like, all you right. You know what? Yeah, I live in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Being single, uh, fucking light years ago was, uh, that was fun too. The occasional road lay, which was like, hey, look at that. Yeah. I'm a somebody. It's really, my mind goes to that. <laughs> I, I really love Anytime <laughs> on the road where I got to come not into a toilet by my own hand. Like we both, I'm guessing, did this morning. No? You jerk it this morning? Maybe. I mean, I'm telling you I did. 
Because uh, <clears throat> I didn't. Maybe I, I didn't come in a toilet. Maybe it'll be a surprise to you later. <laughs> Maybe it's in your smart water. Uh, no, like I realized I hadn't. I was having so much fun over the the pretty much since we left Chicago again on Wednesday and went to Skank Fest. It's like it was a while. I hadn't jerked it like in a week. Right, I've been gone a while. Uh, so I, yeah, this morning I was just like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, a lot of memories. A lot of memories. I'm, I'm very happy to, like, you know, do what we do, even though, you know, you always want to be bigger. You always want to do better. You always want more money, more fans in the crowd. Never enough. Of course. But we also are already at a place that a lot of folks are working now. They're, they're doing their year one of the 12 we've already established, you know what I mean? So it's like, I do feel like a lot of hard work has paid off, and it's, it, it's a good thing. It's a good problem to have when we can't answer this guy's fucking question, because it's like, I don't know, too many good times. Too much fun. Too many good times. I don't know. So uh, go Honestly, us. this uh, even though it was a 20-minute set, but this past set that we just played Sunday Night at Skankfest. We crushed that set. And it was great. There was, there was a really big audience. We have plenty of shows. Well, I guess 20 minutes is actually very We could play 80 on a standard show, right? Totally. So it's like a quarter of a set. It so. was very uh, condensed. Tight, a lot of fun. Didn't want it to end, but it was it was fine. It was perfect. Picturesque, always smashes. We did the like no foam in the cup. Is like we we've talked about how that song is pretty stupid. Or we hate it. But we're like this is. I'm telling you, like like me getting blackout on Sunday. I only like embraced that because everybody there was fucking wrecked. Yeah, I don't think anybody everybody was, like, was fucking wrecked. Palmer Squares. Right. No one no, remembers. Dude, if, if anybody noticed me, they would have had to get past, like, a guy pulling his pants down drunk. Oh, that almost pants happened. Down drunk. I almost forgot. Pants uh, down drunk. Dude was a fan of ours. It, like, people were trashed. You know, everybody. Blackout drunk. And just like I told a story months ago about a friend of mine pulling his penis out. It's a buddy of mine. <laughs> this guy started undoing his pants and was like... Yeah, you had to like lift a stranger's belt line. He didn't get them down, but I put my hand on my on his like wrist, uh, and and like like again, I described it the same way months ago. Did you give him the like Dave a, Chappelle? Put your goddamn, put your goddamn cock, cock away. <laughs> no, like a fucking toddler, I had to look him in the face and go, "Don't, no, don't, bad, stop, bad, stop it, fooey," as my mom would say, like the ger- stop the German stop words it. <laughs> to train a dog, <laughs> fooey, nine. <laughs> Um, you don't want to do this. Stop. Also, I don't want you to do this, like in my presence. Yeah, like I. And for the people to see the guy who pulled his dick out to be like, oh, he was hanging out with the Palmer Squares. <sighs> yeah, no. But yeah, back to our set, not sucking. Like to to play two twenty minute sets, which is what we did. We did a Friday and ended up being a Sunday. And you know, f- y- there should be very little room for error there. Like I just, you know, we didn't drop any lines. I we one just, line. we just, yeah, I think I did too. But it was so like immediately recovered. The city put hair on your chest. He isn't going to share with the rest. What'd you say? He is an embarrassing mess. Oh, you said... Em- women and stare at their breasts. Yeah, you said embarrassing said, mess twice. Yeah, I Yeah, I think I did one of those, too. I said the same line. A lot of times at the I'm end... I'm going to go kill myself. At the, t- at the end of Too Slow, when I say, get the bread, I'm about to bake it, about to break it with the fellas. A lot of times I say, about to break it, about to break it with the fellas. I, I, I don't, like, get the bake in there. Yeah, you're going really fast. People exactly. Likewise, you know, no, nobody I, noticed our two minor <clears throat> flows. I felt like, and because we just did these songs for eight nights, pretty much with Jarve, eight crazy. <laughs> it was uh, like, yeah, we were polished on these songs. We chose them. Like we've been talking about how we don't make set lists anymore. And we just wing it. We made the twenty minute sets. We knew which song, all slappers. It was the first night. It was uh, holler, uh, fucking something. Bring the bacon, space and time. 
Uh, 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 bring the bacon. We didn't play bring the bacon. Er, I'm sorry. Goofball. Bag it up. Piece of fuck. Bag it up. Space Fucker. and time. You have your phone right in front of you. I, I deleted it. Oh, you did? Yeah. <coughs> Whatever. They don't need to know. And then... Um, <clears throat> we play what we played, you fuckers. Fucker. We, uh, the second night I know we played Acknowledge into Too Slow into... Lucky quarter into no foam into picturesque and like those are all they all they those work like we've we've spent enough time on the road to know which songs usually work in a crowd and which ones are a little more snoozy, you know like not gonna go play Semperfy at Skankfest you know what I mean right like we 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 I want to be set. lyrically impressive I feel like whether we knew it or not yeah. um the songs we did pick have like comedic lines I saw a number of people laughing at lines of ours during our sets I think we like we've talked forever about how musicians and comedians have this crossover on the Venn diagram we you know similar come up getting the road and like having to punch lines basically you know you gotta have a right. punchline in a rap battle just like a roast battle you know so there's all these like similarities where like I think that crowd really understands punchlines and theirs don't rhyme and they make you laugh ours rhyme and I, yeah apparently it's in that crowd you can like slap your knee at like, God damn it, that was a fucking hilarious line. I feel that way it shows when somebody just drops a fucking great line. I laugh out loud like, fuck, right. dude, that's great. That was, I, I should have thought <clears throat> of that, you know, that's funny. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I felt like, you know, again, we rock. You guys, we had fun. Family, dude. He said family. <laughs> um, We're I think, fam. I think we'll just stop it's just, there. It's just my low self-esteem. Yeah. Still don't believe him. Low self-esteem. I never believe anybody likes me. Self-esteem. Looking for this music bed. Um, Let's do some YouTube comments. You know what I'm saying? A lot of mercy. What do we got here? Let me refresh just to make sure nothing came in in the 25th hour here. Let's make sure we get all the newest ones. Oh, there was. There was a new one. Four minutes ago. It wouldn't have been fucking right if I didn't click it. This better be good. Uh, Michael says... Paul Allen's business card. LMAO. See, punchline made him laugh. Look at that. We're topical. (laughs) Uh, Next one is on Meet the Snells. Ack vs. Fire. Two C's in my name. Thanks for nothing. Um, Picturesque. Wish you guys would record this in studio. It would sound so good. Already does, but would sound even, all caps, better. I swear I was just thinking this like yesterday because... uh, Hung over at like 11 a.m. is when we recorded that video with Paul, and we've had I hate that video three years <clears throat> to get better, and it crushes live because we're so good at it now. Like maybe I don't hate the video; I hate like my delivery in it. Right, like because I've been doing that song as you said for three years now, and we're I so watched, good at watched that, that video, and I'm like, ugh. I can that do this song way is better. A, what's the word? I'm like a fail safe. Like it's fucking foolproof. It it, it works, dude. The thing works. Anyways. Uh, this guy says, how old are y'all on Meet the Snells? Same guy on terms Jurassic Cypher. Bruh, how, how old, old are, are y'all now? <laughs> <laughs> how old are y'all now? Jurassic Cypher, then I was what? Well, he's saying now. Four? Uh, lady never tells. <clears throat> um, we're in our 30s, bro. We're getting old. One, two, three, four, five. We got Bareback Bathhouse. Always oh, fire. Our 30s, the new 20. Um, unlistenable. Sheesh. A lot of ease. It's the, uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> I forgot the guy from The Wire who would always go, shit. Shit. Oh, what was his name? Clay. Clay. Davis. Davis. Anyways. Paralyzed. Good tunes. Always. Uh, this is the fucking... What is this one? Oh, So You Think You Can Rap. Round one. Yo, did Term shave his legs on this? Damn, they smooth AF. On what video? Uh... 
Uh, so you think you can rap? You want to see your smooth legs? My legs are showing in that video. I got a tiny head. Oh, the ads drive me nuts. The oh, first wait. one or the second one? First one. It opens with your your feet. Let's just watch it. There's the deer head on the wall. I made out with that deer head. Ooh, them things is smooth. Oh, I had those uh, patchwork pants all rolled up to the knees. So what was cool. I doing? Your MF Doom jacket that's a 4X. That was my mom's. Uh, no disrespect. <laughs> my <laughs> mom's mean. winter jacket yeah. that I took. <laughs> She's very <coughs> petite. Very petite lady. No, bro. I got smooth. Le- I mean, smooth. I guess they're hairy. JB, smooth. My legs are really hairy from the knee down. And I guess this isn't even really hairy. Really? But, um, uh, yeah, like hip to knee. My upper thighs, yeah, bare as a baby's bottom. Um, so that's one, two, three, four, five, that's six. That's just low T. Seven, eight, nine, and coming in at number ten. Meet the Snells from Jake. Video reminds me of Unlistenable, but with different lighting. Nostalgia hit me hard since that was the first track I heard. Even the way y'all transitioned verses was reminiscent of dot dot dot. Unlistenable fire emoji. I don't know if it was intentional or coincidence. If it's intentional. That's a lot of attention to detail you guys have. I would say, uh, no, Unlistenable was not in mind when we did that, but that's not to say we don't put a lot of attention into details otherwise. Jake. Um, But yeah, those are your 10 comments for the week, you fuckers. And um, like I said, Austin this Friday, Denton, Texas, Saturday the 13th, coming up at Andy's. And uh, Andy! stay tuned for those shows. Uh, we'll be in the Midwest with Tropidelic in February, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. What else? TPSportspodcast at gmail.com. Let's get some more questions. We should be, uh, you know what? Never mind. I was going to say, uh, we'll, we'll be back to recording. Terms going out of the country next week. Allegedly. So we're probably not going to record. Well. Yeah, we'll see if you get stopped <laughs> at the border. The sem- one of the TSA <clears throat> jabs you like it's Astroworld with a syringe. Get the facts. I guess the, the issue might be I have a layover in Heathrow. Where's that? It's London. Ooh. And I know London's very like... Ooh. Here's the thing. Yeah. If I get to London and I'm not allowed to fly to Hungary because I'm not vaccinated... Nice knowing you, bro. What would the sense be? Because I'm allowed to go, by everything I've researched, I'm allowed to enter Hungary unvaccinated. Uh, but if... if, the, if it, they got peanuts on the flight. If I get to London <laughs> and they say I'm not allowed to go to Hungary because I'm not vaccinated, well, how is that any different than putting me back on a plane to fly me back to America? <coughs> don't ask me, bro. I'm not the CDC. It's just I'm already I'm getting my, my arguments ready. Hopefully sure. I don't need them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we actually might not have... Maybe I'll, maybe I'll solicit, you know, the likes of Vanna Black Soul or somebody. Yeah. Maybe I'll get one. Replace me. I also have an idea for the first ever. I can be replaced. (laughs) I I can be replaced. I have an idea for the first. Where's uh, my tiki torch? Best of. I might do a. We've shit on MGK so much. I think I could pull like four different segments from old episodes and put together like an hour of uh, like a best of. Just something. Just something. Maybe I'll maybe I'll chop through some shit. Just loop the. uh, At least I'm not 50s years old. 50s years old. Loop that for an hour and a half and put that out as an episode. Girl, don't act like you ain't saw me. (laughs) Girl, don't act like you ain't saw me. I'm telling you, I could mine an hour of gold on on just that. So maybe I'll do a best of. Girl, don't act like you ain't saw me. (laughs) I'll do a best of. Sung in an emo The worst of MGK. Uh, One of the week's terms gone. But yeah, we're not going to see each other for like almost a month. So the podcast, unfortunately, might be a little more scarce over the uh, Thanksgiving holiday going into December here. 
But uh, I'll see what I can pull. I'd like to at least get one in, you know. Uh, not just me, but I'll solicit somebody to come hang out. Anywho, 708-797-3079. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. And keep in mind, uh, Term will not be around for like three or four weeks. So uh, don't ask him specifically. Send in questions for Term um, all next week. Yeah, you know what? Do that. I'll field these. <laughs> I know him really well. No, I know him really well. I, like, I love the idea. I take it back. Let's <laughs> do Term only questions, and uh, I'll, I'll take care of that. Uh, palmerscores.com slash shop get I some merchandise go. my dumb friend needs me uh, we should have some more stuff up also I think we're gonna release some some more of those Ren and Stimpy shirts and some Palmer Squares beanies we got yes. however Term's gonna take his trip while we while we take orders and then you know it might be like they won't be at your doorstep 10 days later I don't take orders from the woman but we want to put them on sale on like Black Friday and then um, he should be back like two weeks later and we will stuff packages and get it out so hopefully stuff bef- my package before the uh before the holidays there so stuff my package into your package stay tuned for some new uh merch releases before the end of the year hopefully you know before the holidays it's interesting a woman's vagina is referred to as a box yeah and a man's genitalia is referred to as a package ah interesting yeah I got ah. nothing else on that, but <laughs> see if we were comedians. It's got legs. If we were comedians. There'd be something <laughs> it's got at the legs. end. Of that. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, um, Patreon.com. We watched this kid at, um, at Kill Tony, the first one of the weekend. He went up and he did a whole bit on. There's like rappers and comedians. You know, there, there's parallels, but there's a one big difference is that like rappers can make songs bragging about how good they are in bed, and that would never work for a comedian to just come up here and say he's got a big dick or whatever. It wasn't all put together, and it didn't get anything. Oh, they it, shat it, all over that they guy. They hated him. But afterwards, I shook him up and was like, hey, dog, I, I rap, and I liked the premise of your bit. I thought it, it totally it had legs. It just needs a punchline. I think it might have gone over their heads or whatever. And then the next day, they had another Kill Tony, and somehow, Same guy. by the grace of God, he got picked again. First pull, second show. And he ate shit. Yep. <laughs> it was no... I tried to hype him up, and I failed. Yeah, it, it, he was getting booed by the entire <laughs> room, and we were going, you're all good, bro. Like, we were just like, <laughs> we like you. Um, anyway. Switch again playlist on Spotify. <clears throat> oh, also, um, once again, the Kazamdemic EP, we'd love it if you streamed and or purchased it. And um, we got, we still have these like leftover posters and stuff on sale. We signed some shit. If uh, you know, if you need like a cheapo Squares fan gift for your boyfriend or something, you know, um, we got some signed Talking shit. Talking to the dudes out there. <laughs> um, yeah, grab a poster. The new shirts and beanies are coming right behind them. Speaking of boyfriend, and uh, maybe we'll have, I don't think it's going to be before the holidays, unfortunately, but those liquid vinyl we're talking about, the very limited, new flashy ones, that's still in discussion, so I, it might be an early 2022 thing. Anywho. Right, you can get them with your holiday cash. <laughs> holiday cash. <clears throat> and, um, besides that, I guess that's it. <clears throat> Again, I made mention real quick there of the Smoochie Gang playlist, and you'll be able to find this... I didn't get to listen to the full album yet, but our homie, Call Me Stevie Ray, uh, just dropped a new album called Late Bloomer, and I've only heard a handful of songs, and I wanted to play one of those that I really liked, though there were several that are fucking kick-ass. So check out his whole album. I'm definitely going to do the same. And uh, in the meantime, we will end with Lightyear by Call Me Stevie Ray. The homie, the island boy, gang gang swang. She's the island boy, Stevie Ray. 
Late bloomer. Definitely check that out. Support him. Stream his shit. Buy his shit. Um, we all appreciate you. Not saying, not saying, kid. Anything, term? Before we rapper, you're looking at your phone like you had one more. I was trying to to pull up the terms highly recommended playlist to see if. Oh, did you update it or something? Is it uh, is everything in there? No, I need to update it. <laughs> God damn it, that's stuck in my head, dude. I mean, there's no question that this episode's called Island Boy for sure, and it, next week's might be too. <laughs> it's fucking so catchy. Uh, all right, terms lost in order. space over there. This whole goddamn kangaroo court's out of order. Really? Term, you're ruining the ending. But I ruined oh, no, highly sorry. recommended, I'm so sorry. it's okay. <laughs> I made that post like a week ago with all of the recaps of my highly recommendeds, and I think I left out um, the Isaac Hayes album. You blew it! Me. You suck! I might have also Boo! left out. Rubbish, filth, slime, King Crimson. Well, stop leaving shit out and put it in, is what I would suggest. <coughs> if I was a thief. Blue streak. <coughs> Ridges. That's what, that's what I All I ask. That's my own. <laughs> if I was a thief. Anywho, this episode ended 12 minutes ago. <laughs> We're going to go see Dune in, in oh, Houston. Shit, yeah. Dunestin. Uh, until uh, next week, maybe, whenever. We'll be back, you guys. So many other podcasts out there. Find him, listen to those, and like I said, I'll try and come through with one or a best of or a something, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be weekly until this motherfucker's back. Fucker. Um, Lightyear, call me Stevie Ray. Check it out in the Smooch Gang playlist, and uh, until next week, smooches. Kill Whitey. Ride through the city and I drive slow. Where the time go? How would I know? But I'm right here, need a light year. For the catch me, dog. I'm like Gretzky, dog. See, I'm the great one. I mean, think of all the beasts that I skate on, the goals I reach. And the flow's so cold, I done froze the rink. That's why I always been sharp, thinking on my feet. It's gotta be me. I mean, it's gotta be me. I mean, there ain't nobody out to spit it hotter than me. I mean, these boys about to finish with a lottery seed. I get a, get a chip, then I gotta repeat. Shit, Chris got two degrees, too easy. Y'all ain't even seen shit, the kid is a genius. The pen game's stupid, the flow is egregious. And the two go together like Kelly and Regis. Say what? Say what? So the shit to be in the tank Go hard like Shaq when he in the paint I mean damn, it's not by chance Goalie in the crib finna do my dance Stage in the highway, pissing in the car Yeah, dropped out of college to make songs all day And I'm still broke, but I know it ain't no shame in that Got my game from cast to put they paint in racks Started flaming tracks with my crazy ass Who would've thought that I could've started chain reaction? No kidding, word to my brother tell me how to stay winning Some like Barry when he home run hitting Or maybe like South Park writers kill Kenny Say what? Say what?